It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rob and Akiva need a podcast and they need That's right. Robin and Keep Me a Podcast, episode number 111. And here we are, finally, season three, episode seven of uh, Family Matters. And he, we are here with a man who family matters to him so much that he uh, only has time for three and a half podcasts and two jobs. Here he is, the great Akiva Winokur. What's going on, Rob? Uncle Keith. Family does matter to me. If, if there's one thing people say about me, it's that I'm a family guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a different show. Anyway, Akiva, how have you been? I've been great. Uh, it's much easier Happy to do, Hanukkah. as we said. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a special Hanukkah edition of, uh, mm-hmm. of, uh, of Renap, episode 111. I'm trying yeah. to think if there's any significance of that number in Judaism. I don't think there is. Yeah. Do you and, get um, your wife anything for Hanukkah? No, but she got me something. Oh, what'd you get? She get she got me like Among Us pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> wow, perfect. She got all the kids. It was like already on the site. I said like get the boys like an Among Us shirt and stickers and a yeah. mask and shirt. She got all that stuff, and then she got one thing for me. But we had said we weren't getting each other presents, so now I'm at this mm-hmm. weird situation. We're at day three of an eight day holiday, and I have nothing for her. It's like a pandemic. I don't I don't know what to get her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in a little. I'm in a little trouble yeah. here. If you have any ideas, maybe our guest has an idea. I don't know. Akiba, is this a misconception that I feel like a lot of uh, there's not a lot of uh, adults buying gifts for other adults in Hanukkah? Correct. You nailed it. No, no, no. So no. Smart. It's, it's, it's so smart. It's not all. It's not all kids, but yes. I would have so much less stress right now if it was like, uh, like, oh, well, sorry, like, uh, we're just buying gifts for the kids. Yeah, especially since my wife's birthday is also at this time of year. So I can't imagine doing like a Christmas or, you know, or a Hanukkah and birthday Mm -hmm. in the same week or two. Yeah, well, it's Christmas and Hanukkah all rolled up into one for the listeners today because we have a a verifiable Renap celebrity here with us to talk about season three, episode seven of Family Matters. Please welcome the great Chappelle is here. Chappelle, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me back. This is my second Renap appearance. Yes. So uh, send me the, um, you know, the headband or whatever you get when you get to your second appearance. <laughs> two but, time you know, I am, Renap. Uh, yeah, two time 
Renap celebrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I deserve my headband and my my watch. Uh Akiva, what'd you get me for Hanukkah? Well, I just said we don't really get grown-ups anything, I, but, um, but do you want a a dollar ninety nine set Among Us mask? We've got some extra. I think you might want to save that for your wife, considering you got her nothing. Maybe, <laughs> so I, should maybe. Her, I should get her the extra mask that she bought. Yeah, or like get her the mat, get her matching pajamas. Like go find them on Amazon Ooh, and have them overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to put a lot of thought into it, and you're like, look, honey, we can match now. But yeah. she hates Among Us. That's that. It that's matter. the thing. It doesn't My matter. She, wants, she loves you. Uh, okay. Uh, this is the first time listening to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she likes you. Are, she's fine with you. Tolerate. Um, yeah. My wife, my son did say, my older son said about my younger son that he was, that our, that his mom is hoping that the three-year-old gets in trouble in school for acting out among us because then she'll be able to ban it in the house. So yeah, that's really my wife's opinion on the show. Mm-hmm. She's looking for a reason to ban among us. Yeah. I mean, it's not, not horrible. I mean, I mean, and it, it's coming. It's coming because if you're a three year old and you're talking about Among Us, pretty soon you're gonna wish death on someone. Yeah. And so, <laughs> imagine this is it's not long for this house. Yeah. If a three year old is talking about Among Us, though, is anybody mm-hmm. know what they're talking about enough to that they could get in trouble? Can a three year old articulate Among Us well enough that they could get in trouble? It's like what, what are they talking about? I don't think, especially there's like a language barrier there. Also, like I don't think I don't think he could. But my the six year old will like wake me up in the middle of the night and be like. You know, one time I played a game and there was a glitch and all 10 of us were imposters. It was crazy. Like mm-hmm. he just makes up like insane stories about it among us. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's not great parenting to have uh, any, you know, any single digit age kid play it. But what are you going to do? All right. Akiva, last time out, we got to have a PR firm worked on a bunch of ideas with Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz. And we recorded that episode uh, midweek. So it feels like a very long time since you and I have gotten to speak. But I loved it. You loved it? I well, loved I think it. That, yeah, I mean, that's important, but it seemed like people really liked it. People love Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, yes. first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, big uh, fan. Uh, what do you think, which idea do you think has the most legs? Is it the bingo DMV? What, what idea do you think will take off? Yeah, from, well, from I, I, yesterday I really felt like I was craving a, a Kathy Taffy that I was like, boy, I'm really run down. It's the middle of the day. I still got a lot of stuff to do. But I already had a cup of coffee. I, I wish I could just uh, pop in some Kathy Taffy right now. Yeah. You know, I, I go away for 24 hours every weekend, Rob. I, I go off the grid. Sounds so nice. And I, co- I, come, I came back to two DMs. They're usually the two, the two entities yeah. that have DM'd me after 24 hours away. And Allie Lasher. Yeah. Uh, no surprise there. And at Laffy Taffy. Yes. I finally oh, responded yes. to my question about sending a person onto our show yes so we can pitch them laffy taffy jokes and they could explain how the jokes get to the get to the uh the actual candy and uh they said they're they're interested he the, the person oh. uh in social media is going to ask if there's a specific person for this and but also if we have any jokes to share then we should just let them know oh they, no, no 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 that's not how this works i agree huh? i agree yeah. What do you, you mean? Yeah. They're not going to buy the cow if we give them the milk for free. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. I don't want to give them our jokes. I want them to come on and they could come get the jokes. We're not mm-hmm. sending them to Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Akiva. Yes. What type of pants do the Super Mario Brothers wear? What type of pants? Among Us the... pajama pants. Close. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, by the way, Allie uh, claimed that she can guess any. Any Laffy Taffy joke, she can guess the punchline. I do not claim that. What's the answer, Chappelle? Denim, denim, denim. That's good. 
That's pretty good. Put, yeah, put me on the is it the what is it? The black licorice flavored Laffy Taffy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Why did the banana go to the doctor? I don't know. Yeah, why? He wasn't peeling well. Oh boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a- any other uh, old business we want to talk about before we get to family matters? Uh, no, I'll get to the rest of the old business in the mailbag. I'm excited to. I- I'm. I'm. I'm a big Urkel guy. Been an Urkel guy my whole life. I didn't know this. And, uh, I mean, not, I'm, I'm more of a Family Matters guy. But I, I messaged Chappelle. I said, "Do you like Family Matters? Or are you an Urkel guy?" He was like, well, I'm not an Urkel guy, but I'm happy to come talk about family members. So, <laughs> right, are like, there Urkel guys? I'm not sure. Separate questions. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. That has a different connotation. You ask somebody if you're an Urkel guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Especially mm-hmm. after this episode, you might want to be careful what kind of guy, you know, you, you gotta yeah. latch on to. The Urkel is kind of he might get canceled in 2020. That's all I'm saying. Um, has Family Matters held up well? Are people still watching Family Matters? It's on Hulu. Uh, which is the mm-hmm. same as Full House, but I feel like that Full House has had a better shelf life than Family Matters. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I think probably Full House has really never gone away in a, in a weird way. I mean, I, there were definitely times in like the early two thousands where it was hard to find, but I think every but it was on reruns on cable. Like every generation has still watched Full House. My kids like Full House still; they're happy to watch any episode of Full House. They pick that over almost any other old show. I don't know if Family Matters has ever had a resurgence. I also think it barely did when it was the last few years it was on the air, have sort of uh, a diehard fan base. I don't think, whether it's held up or not, held up or not, we could talk about, but I don't think it's had a second life. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. Because I think every other show, Chappelle, like I feel like they're like, oh, clamoring for a reunion. Will it come back? I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody looking for the cast of Family Matters to reunite. Yeah, it's it's one of those shows that was like there are better shows that are similar to this that are just better and you'd rather watch. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the issue with Family Matters the entire time is that like they had Urkel, and that was the the thing they had Urkel, mm-hmm. and Urkel carried the show, even though he wasn't even supposed to be in the show like that. Like I think he was like a like a you know he brought brought in and he just stole the show, mm-hmm. and and Urkel's just not enough to keep people coming back. Like there became other shows. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a show, you know, Boy Meets World. There was like these family sitcoms that were coming in and kind of just, you know, doing better than Family Matters in the same lane that they were in. And so I don't, I wouldn't watch a Family Matters reunion because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. before rewatching this episode, I probably only could have named two people in the cast. Yeah, Who? Urkel and Carl? No, and I wasn't even going to say Carl. Probably, uh, um, Laura, whatever, yeah, Laura or something, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, be married, yeah. It is a weird story, Family Matters, and I've never seen any sort of like documentary. I don't know if there's any sort of like turmoil on the set of of Family Matters, but it is like this weird sort of story where Family Matters is a spinoff of a show that we've actually covered. Do you know this, Akiva? Yes, we we discussed it in episode one of this very program. Yes. That uh, Perfect Strangers eventually spins off the, I believe, elevator operator? Yeah, there's one. Ultimately, Harriet Winslow? Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. Harriet Winslow and and her husband, Carl, are characters on Perfect Strangers. They spin this off into Family Matters, a story, uh, like a family sitcom about the story of their life. And at some point in season one, there's a character in an episode who's not even a series regular, 
uh, who is a nerdy character who uh, has a... Cr- I'm not sure if this is baked into the character's uh, storyline from the start, but a uh, a next-door neighbor named uh, Steve Urkel who has uh, a crush on the oldest daughter, Laura Winslow. And basically, he comes in off the bench and just like uh you know uh wally uh, gets uh, everybody else is wally pipped did i use that right akiva yeah he wally pips the whole crew <laughs> cast and crew basically yeah it becomes a miracle show he to takes the over the show renamed it yeah. yeah that i think that what? like people like said like hey are we gonna watch urkel yeah he you became could, like yeah, synonymous the with show. the show you could yeah. call the show urkel it's it's funny because the show is spun out uh spun off for for Harry Winslow is played by Joe Mary Payton. And we're all, we're only at season 3 episode 7 as Chappelle pointed out right before we went on like this show goes 9 seasons. So we're not even a third of the way through at all. Right. And this I, episode this, is insane. <laughs> this episode's insane. And I I'm sort of happy that this is actually like if we had randomly picked if we had picked an episode not randomly, this would have been a good episode to pick because it is very indicative of where the show's going long term. Mm. But also in this episode, Harry Winslow is in one scene, and yeah. I think she has one line. Yeah, and that's really. I, tell me if this is a, like a hot take or an incorrect take, but like, the, she's by far the biggest miss on the whole series. So it's crazy they sp- they spin off the show for her. She never really, and maybe her, you know, I don't know who's writing the show if it's an all male writers room or anything, but she never really has any characteristics besides Carl's wife. Um, like she barely has a relationship with Urkel even. And she just, she's just like completely written off the show, real, yeah. you know, total. And I think eventually she is written off the show at the end, and they 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 flip her for somebody else. But she's just a non-entity on the show, and uh, it's just so interesting that it does it does transition from the Winslows to Urkel because some of the other Winslows I think are definitely salvageable. I like Carl; he's a good actor, right? He's in a lot of things. He's good. He has he has like a point of view about being a cop, and Eddie's like sort of interesting that he's like a classic dumb person and. And Laura's interesting too. Laura's like Lisa Simpson. Mm-hmm. So um, Harriet is yeah. really the. Uh, you could argue the, the she probably had more of like a like plot points on Perfect Strangers than she did here on uh, Family Matters. I mean, she, she's yeah. she's. I don't. I can't ever remember. I haven't seen a lot of these episodes in years. I don't. Can't ever remember a Harriet A story in all Family Matters. Yeah. Is yeah. did she go on to do much else besides? I'm looking at her IMDb. That uh, yeah, she's a career. She has a career. She's still best known yeah. for Family Matters. Yeah, but she's she's uh, she's on things. She's like still in Hollywood. She's paying the bills with acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <laughs> she ends up uh and being like uh, maybe the uh behind Aunt Rachel, who I think that they she gets replaced. Also, do do multiple actors actresses play Aunt Rachel? Do I have that wrong? Ooh. Um. I feel like no, there's a recasting. Away. I think Aunt Rachel oh, goes re- away, oh, she but gets she's not replaced. And also she, Mother she, Winslow. Well, Mother Winslow, I'm trying to think if Mother Winslow makes it to the, oh, to the end come of on. the series. Come on. No, she Don't does. Tell she me. does. By, the, by the ninth season, she's still alive. By the ninth season, I think she's not fully um <laughs> she's she's not fully like on the show because she's the main character, yeah. Mother Winslow in the first eight seasons. Mm-hmm. I like Mother Winslow also. She like she's like a, an interesting unique character, but um the no, the main person who gets who gets uh, dropped is is Harriet at the very end of the series for uh, Judy Ann Elder, another actress. I also want to say I yeah. think that there was like another kid early on that they just like they like we got too many kids on this show. Yeah, yeah, that is correct. That they wrote out one of the three 
one of the three kids. Just very don't early. worry about that one. We have no. We got Urkel now. We don't have enough time to get all these kids. Yeah, she's she's in the episode, right? She had to Judy. She's in the episode at the very beginning. Her and Lil Richie come in and they're like watching the the Wheel of Fortune or whatever, and they they get the answer right, and they're like, "You kids watch too much TV." And uh, as a child, I remember Judy. Um, I also remember her as an adult. She's done some other works that we won't get into. But um, whoa, she, okay. I said we won't get into yeah. them. What is yeah, she on OnlyFans? Does uh, oh. she? She's probably before OnlyFans, okay. but she definitely before, has a career time. in that. Yeah, she yeah. it she she's probably like a predecessor. Like she's an OG in that in that realm. Yeah, uh, Judy went de- up the stairs and she's never in came a movie back called down. Family Mattress. Oh uh, no! <laughs> they, I believe it's called Not Family Matters. Okay, but um, yeah. So yeah, she's she's around as well. She's in this episode for sure. But I remember as a kid thinking the same thing about Harriet is that all I knew was that at one point she's gonna stand at the top of the stairs and like this like elaborate ball gown because they're going to go out for the night and the crowd goes ooh there's a lot of wooing on family matters a lot of ethnic like ooh ethnic kiss like that's like her theme like background sound and so before (laughs) she comes down the steps you're going to do that every time you see harriet like change clothes and i remember thinking like she doesn't even she's not even dressed that great but okay (laughs) she comes downstairs looking like shit Mm -hmm. but but like and I, and no offense to Mother Winslow, but they kind of did it on to her. On this episode <laughs> she gets ooed every time she walks on. She has like yeah, the, she walks in and they ooh her. She could be in her nightgown. They're ooing her. Yeah, she was a she. She's a pistol. She came around the corner this time and they said, "Mother Winslow, how dare you?" And she was basically wearing like I don't know. <laughs> she's eighty years old. I'll give her a break. <laughs> but just you know, I think yeah, she's, she's eighty more. She's like eighty three. I think uh, in, yeah. in the yeah. episode, Allegedly, yeah. I have no idea how old the actress is who plays Mother oh, Winslow. I think I think it's about the same. I think about it's about the same. The same. She's <laughs> moving around really well. Maybe she's a little younger. Oh, she, I don't know. Yeah, she's moving, but she says she's eighty, and, and her good uh, her gentleman caller is uh, Fletcher Thomas. He's he's eighty three. <laughs> Fletcher and, uh, Thomas, really? What Fletcher, I love Thomas. your name, Fletcher Thomas. First of all, uh, uh, I don't want to spoil the whole series. So if you're going to binge all of Family Matters and you're in the middle, uh, fast forward thirty seconds. You don't binge all of Family she, Matters. You need you need to have a conversation. <laughs> well, I met. Well, well, the funny thing is, Could, I met um, my wife's friend. Like, met someone who uh, English wasn't their first language. And they were going back and watching shows from her childhood. And she's like, we're in the middle of family matters. I was like, oh, no, you're just binging. Like, this guy's going to like, no, English is bad. Don't don't learn English. Like, you're binging 210 episodes of family matters. Do you want him to leave you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But um, but what uh, Fletcher Thomas marries Mother Winslow later on. Oh, really? He's here to stay. Yeah. Good, because it seemed like a little, it seemed like a tryst for a while. Mother Winslow was making mm-hmm. this seem like a very physical, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. dangerous liaison, you yeah. know, and I, I wasn't okay with it. I'm with Carl on this one. I guess we should talk about that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Fletcher Thomas sounds like a good, like, uh, inside linebacker name. I yeah, feel like I'd be psyched if, like, the Jets name. were going to draft Fletcher Thomas. Yeah, if London Fletcher and Zach Thomas had a kid, it would be Fletcher Thomas. (laughs) I have to issue a retraction before uh, I get dragged too much on Twitter. So that the actress who played uh, Aunt Rachel uh, was never recast by another actress. She ends up leaving the show at some point that she has the restaurant uh, Rachel's Place. They uh, retcon the name of Rachel's Place to be called Mighty Weenie also. And they, she leaves, and then she got like a different sitcom. I'm not, I don't believe it was a spinoff called Getting By. 
And then she, after getting by, gets canceled. She returns uh, during the sixth and ninth season. So it's not that she's replaced. She leaves and then she comes back. So the only people who make it from day one are Carl, Eddie, and Laura, I think. Mm -hmm. Like to be to be in the you know in the credits the first nine seasons because Urkel's not or in season one he's just like a recurring guest he's just in a few episodes which is just crazy because what was this show going to be without Urkel like it was it like you said Rob when we when we signed on here like this was a very special episode but what you don't remember uh, Chappelle you tell me if I'm wrong every other episode of Family Matters is a very special episode a lot of episodes end with like. Carl, you know, arresting a guy at gunpoint <laughs> or and learning a big lesson at like, you know, with drugs at some party. Like this is a show that really caters and specializes in very special episodes. This was not out of the norm at all. Hmm. No, this was a, a weekly like, what did they learn today? You know, and uh, I guess Urkel's a good like vessel for that kind of thing because he's a nerd, but he's a he's a very confident nerd. Right. So mm-hmm. you're not getting the same like pushed in a locker storyline that you're getting from most nerds because Urkel's the type of person to, to burst out of the locker and push you in there. <laughs> and so it was a lot of like him in like real world horrible situations. And then he lived with Carl, who also was a cop. So he was in some horrible situations and Eddie, you know, dealt with like, you know, typical high school drama and Laura. So they, they were trying to force these lessons into they had, maybe that's why they had so many people on the cast Jesus uh, because they had to find a lesson for each of them um, but yeah I, I got that too and that might be another reason why it just doesn't for me when I was younger I just didn't love it because it felt kind of preachy just a little bit mm-hmm. you know like, yeah. yeah every episode doesn't have to be a very special episode dedicated to such and such you know like it could just be an episode and this this was a close to just being an episode but it, it had a moral at some point I think yeah. Well, for bit. people who did not go back and rewatch season three, episode seven of Family Matters, really, uh, two storylines, an A story and a B story. Uh, the, the B story, a little more grounded, uh, in this earth, uh, Mother Winslow, uh, Carl's, uh, 83 year old mom who lives at the house. She is going on a date with a new, uh, suitor, Fletcher Thomas, and then, uh, Carl Winslow, has some conflicted feelings about this. Uh, his mom being out all night. She's like trying to like sneak back in the house. Carl Winslow is staying up all night. That's the B story. Uh, the A story involves uh, Steve Urkel has built a brand new Urkel bot. Uh, and the Urkel bot, once turned on, uh, also falls in love with Laura Winslow. And Steve and the uh, Urkel bot are both vying for the affection of Laura which ultimately uh, culminates in uh, a, a very, you know, uh, intense uh, ch- chase scene of Laura Winslow being harassed by the Urkel bot. Yep. That's, that's the A that's, story. Yeah. Yes. The, and, the, and, the, and the stories are intertwined a little bit. Like these, these are two stories of, you know, I created you and now you're trying to be in charge, you know? So like Mother Winslow has a deal with Carl, like looking at, like, she's like, I brought you into this world. You can't tell me who I can and can't date. And Steve is looking at the Urkelbot like, hey, you can't date my girlfriend. I brought you to the world. And both mm-hmm. of them, Carl and the Urkelbot are rebelling. They're not taking <laughs> any, any lessons from their makers. And uh, we have to see that throughout the episode. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. At the beginning, we see Harriet. We see um, Rachel. And then we never see them again. 
So this is definitely the only story we have to follow. Akiva, do you think that, like, is there something contractually where does every single person in the credits, like, need to get a line in the episode? Like, we talked about this on the Seinfeld podcast where there was, like, one episode where, like, Michael Richards was not in the episode. And he told the writers, like, if you ever don't give me a line again, uh, write me off the show. Like, mm-hmm. is, that, is that a thing where every single person, like, it seemed like that they had to throw a bone, even to Waldo Geraldo Faldo uh, ends up, you know, being in, in a scene for, for no reason. Yeah, well, he, he's recurring. So even, you know, if, if the answer to your question is yes, it's still like that, you know, Waldo uh, is not really part of it. But I think it's more like keeping the actors happy. Like, if they have no lines, mm-hmm. they're just going to be, you know, they're going to be annoying on set. And <laughs> like, you're paying for the kids to go to school all day and then they're going to have zero lines in an episode. It seems like a big waste. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody has, everybody gets like a little, a little piece of the action. I assume at this point, and I, I've read of this a little, like they have, because they thought this was going to be an ensemble show and Carl would probably be the star, but like, because it's been completely taken over at this point by Julia White, they have to be, you know, anyone who's not in his orbit, which is essentially just Eddie and Lauren, occasionally Carl, like that is, is totally written out of the show. Like there are times where I, I would I would have to track and see if they like actually have episodes where they aren't don't get a line. But yeah. you're almost never getting like an Aunt Rachel A story, well, you know? Yeah, I, well, I feel like that uh, early on, like Aunt Rachel was like going to open up a restaurant. Like I thought I was there like the first three or four seasons and then I did not stay all, all the way through on Family Matters. But I feel like that part of her like storyline was that. She has the restaurant. Chappelle, does this make, is this ringing a bell? And the restaurant, there's yeah. a fire also. I remember that was a big yeah. storyline. There, there's a, there's a fire. Some gang members came and ran. Oh my God. It. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty intense. And again, you see Urkel kind of stepping into the hero ro- or, you know, role for that. I think Carl like uh, makes him wear a wire and he goes undercover to catch the gang members. There's a real reckless police officering, you know, going on <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for, for Rachel's diner. But yeah, yeah, all of that. All of that is true. And I think, I guess that's why the credits are so long. Uh, we didn't talk about so the theme long. song, but yeah. Jesus, this is the longest theme. They do every verse all the time. Like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, that's seen because I remember like the, the chorus, but mm-hmm. I don't know if this is like a special Hulu edition or what, but Chappelle, you're right. It goes on and on and on. <laughs> this is like the too many cooks. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, Essentially the same thing as the full... I mean, let's talk about it. It's the Full House theme song, right? Like, this yeah. is like the same song. Is it song. the same people? <laughs> Do we know that? Is it the same artist? No, I could see it. I yeah. It's got to be the same artist because if you told me that was the same song and it was just like an extended version, I would believe you because it, it's the same song. It's got to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, this one was what days go by, and the other ones, uh, the whatever happened to... It's the same guy. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> All right. It's got to be. <laughs> um, I have looked up Family Matters on Cameo, and I see two of the stars on fam- <laughs> uh, of Family Matters are on Cameo here. Okay. All right. Uh, are they both? Uh, is either one of them Urkel? Yes, one is Urkel. Jaleel White okay. is on Cameo. Chappelle, how much for a greeting from Jaleel White, the actor who played Steve Urkel? Uh, so in my mind, I'm thinking like, come on, Jaleel, don't do this. But then another part of me is thinking like, he probably up in the price, so he doesn't have to say, did, did I do that? Like he does, he probably doesn't want to do that. Um, so in my mind, he's probably more expensive than he should be. <sighs> I give it a hundred and twenty dollars. Hundred twenty. Okay, Akiva, yeah. over or under? Uh, first, let me just say there's a reason why you have Chappelle on the show. He is correct. Jesse Frederick and Bennett Salve sing both. <laughs> 
the Family Matters theme song. Hey! And yeah. Theme song. It's the same song. Well, I was <laughs> in my head. I was like, so like uh, trying to think of the theme song. And then I kept thinking, I kept thinking, no, wait, no, that's the Full House theme song. I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it makes sense. So Chappelle says under 25. I will say my impression was always that Jaleel was like, his Twitter bio, I think, was like, you know, sort of anti Urkel or something at mm-hmm. one point. Yeah. Uh, he must yeah. have come back around. Okay. <sighs> what do you say? $75. $75. No, it's the over. 220 Okay. Next Woo! question. I knew it. If I, I wonder if I wonder if it costs extra to get him to say, did I do that? Okay, well, I, let me play a... It uh, looks like there's only three that are shared publicly. If I if I well, play one, do you think that he does any Urkel quotes? No. no. Okay. See, I don't think see, so. If, if I were to like want a cameo from Jaleel White, honestly, I wouldn't want an Urkel quote. I would want him to say something from Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. Because although I remember him from Urkel, it always is so triggering to watch those old Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons because it's Jaleel White and I can hear him not being Urkel. And so that's what I would want. So okay. in my mind, he did right. not post the Urkel quote here. All right. There's a, uh, let's do There's one pep talk. That could be a little dark. Uh, there's uh, two birthday videos. Here's one uh, that he's in some sort of a gymnasium. Uh, let, let's hear what an Urkel cameo sounds like. All right, Billy, this shot is for your birthday. Make a wish. Ooh, oh, we hit it. You saw that follow through. You saw that follow through. Now, what you wish for, Billy? Did you wish for a guest spot in the next Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Oh, Ooh, cool. it is juice and jam time. Let's go. <laughs> I love how much you love Sonic, man. I totally remember you drawing the picture of me and Sonic at the Rhode Island Comic Con, man. I really Whoa. appreciate you. Look at me up here on Cameo. I'm actually, Hello. believe it or not, at somebody's house. Wow. Shooting a movie right now. Shooting a movie, okay. Man. It doesn't seem like he's uh, really leaning into the family matters of it all. Uh, but there's no, one other... think he's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, uh, there's one other Family Matters uh, cast member, and that is Sean Harrison, the actor who played Waldo Geraldo Faldo, Ooh, is on okay. Cameo. Chappelle, how much is a Cameo from Sean Harrison? Uh, $42. $42. All right. You got the over or the under? I'm going under. I'm going to say 36 Okay. Uh, give it to Akiva. $30. Okay. Okay. I thought, I thought he had, he also went through some tough times, but I could be did wrong. Did he? No, I guess not. I, some of the people on the cast did, but, um, <laughs> well, I okay. guess he did not. Can we talk about the cast a little bit? Go for before it. Before we get into the, so, so like family matters, of course they have the Urkel, right? Like, yep. But when it comes to the cast, honestly, like none of them really become staples in like, like, like television. Like none of them go on to just be somebody like you. We know them all from Family Matters. None of them go and like build their own legacy somewhere yeah. else. Um, but like it, it kind of, I guess just growing up in like a black household and watching black sitcoms and stuff. We see like we see these people all the time and like like one off black like appearances like the friend or the aunt or, you know, whatever. and. So I think Telma Hopkins, uh, Aunt Rachel, I think she might be the second most notable character, honestly, as far as like her career, at least from at least from an African-American standpoint. Like Eddie Winslow makes it into a few things, but we never I mean, Carl Winslow is Carl. Winslow I mean, he was in Die yeah. Hard. That's his other big thing right. that he's known for. And he's but also he shows like, up a lot. He's like the 11th lead in like a lot of movies. You know what I mean, he's like, he, show up and, and like is he always a police officer? Probably. Sometimes he's a dad. Sometimes yeah. he's a dad. Yeah, he's often a, a cop. But yeah. if you asked people, they might think he was he was deceased. 
They because I think people started to get him mixed up with Uncle Phil mm-hmm. from uh yeah. from Fresh Prince for a while. So he doesn't he doesn't step into his own as like the TV dad. He just doesn't. I don't. I, it's so it's such an odd cast where Urkel just really just sucked all the energy from these people. It's true. It's true. I'm sure they feel. Like, you know what's interesting? Also, I think Reginald Vell Johnson is like a good actor, but he's not funny. So he's like the straight man in the show, and I guess that works. But he could never really be in another comedy because he could only play like the hard ass cop, you know? He's mm-hmm. he's not funny at all. Like he never has he has like two jokes a season. Yeah. So that's, so, that's okay. Also I, I also that that in terms of Reginald Johnson, I knew there was something else. So in twenty seventeen, there was an internet hoax where a website said that he had died of a heart attack. And See? so there was I think there was a lot of like, oh my God, like uh R.I.P. Carl Winslow, he's the best. And then it turns out that he had to come out and say that he is not dead. If I tweeted right now that Carl Winslow was dead, <laughs> R.I.P. Carl Winslow, who died 10 years ago, nobody <laughs> would question me. People would retweet it and it would go viral because people would be like, yeah, I remember him. And, that's, and that sucks because this man is very much alive, I'm sure. And it's just one of those things like he just never stepped into another, you know, like really big star role. And this, and this role should have been his star role, but... Steve Urkel, the power of Steve Urkel, it literally just drained everybody, including Jaleel White. He couldn't, he can barely escape Urkel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's just a show last nine years without Urkel. Anyway, you know what I mean? No. Like, it's not a show that we're, we yeah. still remember. Akiva. I don't even know what season one would have been about had he not shown up. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think Urkel is pulling down an episode then in the heyday of uh, Family Matters? Well, one of my notes is like he's still, it's season three, he's still so deep into the credits. Like he doesn't get he's the He's still end, on his rookie deal. Yeah. He's still on his rookie deal because he doesn't get the Because he's end, a walk on. He end. didn't come on as like a, you know, uh, high, like it was yeah. signed with like the rest of the, like the, the cast of the show. But he has power. Like, if he leaves, the show is over, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody else other than maybe Carl can really say that. Like, you could recast honestly, Eddie Laura. You wouldn't want to, but you could. Yeah, honestly, we should be talking to his, who his uh, management was. Because, yeah. honestly, by season three, he should either be the first person on the screen during the credits, or he should get the end, right? Yeah, and he needs like the end. Yeah. He got neither. He got neither. He's in the middle before the bridge, like before it turns into step by step or whatever. Three minutes to the eight minute theme song. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So at his peak, Jaleel White earned. Okay, Akiva, I feel like that uh, this is your wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be upset. Honestly, it's going to upset me if it's low because, like, he should never have to work again from playing Urkel for nine seasons. Okay. So, okay. At at his peak, what, what was he making? I'm gonna say five hundred thousand dollars a season. Oh no, more than that. One eighty an episode okay. and four million per season. Okay, that's fine. Okay. That's okay. not bad. I didn't, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Adjusted for inflation, yeah. according to Celebrity Net Worth, which is not always accurate, that they say that right. that would be uh, three hundred thousand per episode today. I mean, that's probably at the end of the show. And this show was like season two. It's the fifteenth ranked show on TV. It was a kind of a popular show. Remember the the, the um. Uh, Chappelle, do you want to talk about? Because uh, I couldn't watch TV on Friday nights, but oh, uh, yeah. talk about like the ABC Friday night block and TGIF. Like, they don't. I don't know yeah. if they know about if the the Cole Horns of the world know about about TGIF. You know, I don't think it still exists really. Yeah, no, that was my that was my jam. Like I would come home and think like, okay, listen, my parents are not around, so I'm just gonna watch television. I have to raise myself at this point, mm-hmm. and I would let other people's television parents raise me too. 
And so I would watch Family Matters, but I was definitely trying to get through Family Matters. Uh, like, oh, when it goes off, you know, maybe Full House will come on. I believe Step by Step was in that lineup, yep. Yep. which is which is like the lesser of the three of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, God, no, God knows if anybody can name four characters from that show. Cody. Um, what? Cody and the lady Suzanne with the thighs. Summers. The thigh yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, the guy who was uh, with the hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah see? see, and and all. First of all, all of those shows lived in the same universe, like uh, Family Matters, uh, Step by Step, Full House, and Boy Meets World. I think all kind of overlapped, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Um, but Boy Meets World was what I was waiting on. I was trying to get through this. That's another season. Another show that went like six or seven seasons, and yeah. it was just kind of like carried by one person. But I think they did a better job of including the rest of the cast, whereas like. Friday nights was Urkel night for a fa- for the cast of uh, Family Matters, and they just had to live in his world. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> um, also, Family Matters. I didn't remember this. Goes eight seasons on ABC, and then does the rare uh, network swap for the wild. final it's season. Wild. So. Let's move ahead of- Let's move this. Was like we need. Urkel no, this is pre Moonves. This is like when this is like the uh, pre Moonves uh, dark okay. days at CBS when they were just Got trying it. to get anything going, and huh. they uh, did. did I, like I think they also did like they tried to do like a like a Cosby show on CBS, and then they mm. were just like basically like, hey, we'll take like we'll try to reboot any like popular existing sitcom on CBS. And they did a season of Family Matters on CBS, which I'm sure, like, we need to see if we can find some season nine Family Matters episodes. I think that that should be the follow up to this. It gets crazy, honestly. We, well, it, it sort of ties into this episode, so we can talk about the episode, but it gets really crazy. And, and along the lines, one of the reasons why this is the perfect episode is because what happens later on, starting with season five, is Stephen Urkel makes like a it's not really a robot how would you describe it Chappelle? this uh, Stefan, like an alter yeah, ego basically. it's like a yeah it's like almost like a like a cool clone almost but it, it's him so he kind of like yeah it's like a his trans he transforms into a cooler version of Steve Urkel he becomes Stefan and he becomes like suave and he's everything so Steve is obsessed with Laura and Stefan is everything that she wants in a man except it's Steve you know, mm-hmm. so that's and that's Stephane pretty much like too good yeah. for her, also, right? And, and by the way, Stefan, wa- similar to the robot, Stefan walks into some like sci-fi chamber when Steve is going to become Stefan and vice versa. Like there is a sci-fi element where he's like going into this this show for a normal family sitcom on Friday nights really embraces science fiction a lot. Yeah, early on, starting with this episode, Akiva. What is the uh, Stefan Urkel name for Akiva Winokur? Oh, that's a uh, Chappelle. You have anything? Uh, no, I don't. I don't want to butcher your name. I feel like I might accidentally say something no, in Hebrew. You say, no, yeah. no. Is that is that Keev? Is Keev the Stefan Urkel? Maybe Keev Weens. Keev Goaty Claus. Keev Goaty Claus. Know about Goaty Claus? I don't. Yeah, but I don't want to know. You do not want to know. <laughs> you don't want to. That, it's, I nickname myself that on uh, on Among Us and, and no, 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 Rob. This is so much better than that. 
No, this is better than that. Uh, not only did Akiva nickname himself Goldie Claus, he was like playing Among Us with a bunch of kids and they like started following him on Twitter <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and like lauding him as Goldie Claus and like holding, mm-hmm. hoisting this him above their heads like at the end of uh, one of those yeah. movies. <laughs> your Goldie Claus is... suggested in... they might not be adults and yeah. I was like, oh, I have to stop doing you're, this. <laughs> you're the, like the greatest of all time. Is that what it is? Well, I, I had one good game. I had like a good stretch and they and they called me the goat and then they said like, Everyone's gonna have a clause name because it's like it was like Christmas or whatever. Uh, so ever, ever people were like something clause, and I came back as Goaty clause. Uh, but I also didn't remember the room, like I messed up the room name, so I never came back. And I just kept the name Goaty clause. And my wife saw me playing like a video game at three AM once as Goaty clause, and was like, "I wonder if I can call my divorce lawyer at three AM. Like, I wonder if that's allowed." <laughs> right. I, was like, I guess the worst Goaty part clause, about it is that you named yourself Goaty clause. Like that's where myself Goaty clause. Like, yes. Yeah, had they anointed you Goaty clause? It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'll I'll take it. But like to be like, I am the goat <laughs> of Santa's. Well, they well, someone <laughs> said I was the goat, but they didn't say you're a Goaty clause or anything. I yeah, but they didn't want you to wear it as a badge. They no, they didn't want me to wear it. Like Carl Winslow. Yeah, put the hat on. Yeah. Um, but do, yes. do we know? Did Family Matters have a real finale, Chappelle? Do you know? I believe they had a real finale, but like Akiva said earlier, they intended on maybe continuing another season, and they just didn't. So, so I think it it didn't leave like yeah. up in the air. I think uh, Stefan and uh, Laura might have gotten married or something <laughs> of that nature. I think Steve goes to so the the, the season nine is a two part finale. Yeah, where basically like NASA gets very involved with Urkel. And he mm-hmm. gets sent into space to like work on something mm-hmm. by NASA. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the episode description. It doesn't sound like it ends with a you know a, a fine. And if they were going to plan on doing a tenth season, then uh, I wonder if it's sort of like you know Married with Children of like a show that goes on like a has a long run but doesn't have a finale. Um, yeah, yeah, but they do kiss at the, in the at the end of the season nine finale also. So oh, it's like okay. a, it's sort of uh, you know. Because remember, Steve and Stefan are sort of fighting for Laura's love in the last few seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Family Matters, I think, is uh, airs like in the same exact run as uh, Seinfeld does, where I think it starts in '89 and then ends a couple of weeks after the Seinfeld finale. Akiva, very hard to imagine that these two shows were on television at the same time. It do, they do seem of a different era. It's funny because Family Matters must have really gone off the rails <laughs> at this point because the Family Guy finale is in July. And if you remember back in those days, there was almost no such thing as a new episode of anything. July and August were just for reruns, right? There was nowadays they try and program twelve months a year, but there was no such thing back then. So mm. it's funny they burned it off in July. But yeah, that is it's it seems like of a different era. But I mean Seinfeld is dated in terms of the clothing. So which do you think feels more modern? Is it Seinfeld? Uh Listen, I think I honestly think Family Matters seems more modern, but I think it's because a lot of that fashion is kind of coming back. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if someone's dressed like Elaine at this point, I'm calling the police. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but I think like uh, Eddie's wearing like some overalls with like this very colorful orange thing at some point. And I remember thinking that's not horrible, you know. Yeah. But again, if you're dressed like Elaine in 2020, we have to, we need to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Carl. Win- oh, sorry, Eddie Winslow in this episode, he's wearing like a uh, complete suit that is uh made out of denim 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 mm-hmm. he's like he a whole jumpsuit denim, denim shirt yeah yeah he, he switches to a denim shirt very denim heavy episode mm-hmm. for eddie yeah uh, yeah yeah oh and i remember yeah it wasn't stefan who was trying to stefan was trying to marry laura in the last episode i believe and she had to choose between steve and stefan and i believe it was like like do you pick stefan who 
honestly probably could do better than you yeah. and to treat you like he can, right? Like he's like, kind of does he does he's not oh, fawning over her and Steph- then it was like Stephon had could, like other options he was like a player yeah. or do yeah, you want the and, 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 yeah or do you want <laughs> not yeah or do you want the simp yeah do you want steve who 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 respects her and that's kind of what the dilemma was like steve is yeah. always going to be a gentleman all the time and Stefan kind of was a jerk sometime and so i think that was what it ultimately came down to they kiss i think she refuses she decides she's going to marry steve and then they never they never show what happens after that yeah but why was yeah. this such a binary choice for Laura Winslow? Like, uh, why could why weren't there other options for her? Whether it's uh, Steve Urkel or his alter ego Stefan Urkel. Like, I feel like that she should have ordered off the menu. Yeah, and Laura, if I had to, I'm sorry to do this, but if we had to talk about like the sitcom love interest, she's not high on my rankings at all. Like, even back then, I'm like Steve. I mean, Topanga's on the other show. I'm just, I'm just saying, like Corey, Corey's winning it on that one. And then Myra shows up. My, look at Myra; she's great. I mean, even yeah. just like look at, yeah, who is Myra? At, uh, I see her in the episode description. Well, she's, I believe, no longer with us. I believe she died very yeah, young. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Myra. Okay, well, who um, that? Who was she? She was Steve's replacement love interest for uh for uh. Oh, Laura. it was like a love so, triangle. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. yeah. At some point, he starts to bring Myra around, and Laura starts to look at him like, "Oh, you does, you, you know, she starts to feel left out. Like, oh, he doesn't lo- fawn over me anymore. This, that, and other. So that becomes her thing. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, give, yeah. There's like Ashley Banks is on the on the Fresh Prince. Like, give me Ashley Banks over Laura. I'm just saying she wasn't that much of a catch in my opinion. The especially mm-hmm. for her to treat Steve the way she did. Don't get me wrong, Steve was kind of pushy mm-hmm. very very pushy and a little uh, yeah it gives a little extra so i don't blame her but for it to come down to like pick me or my alter ego it's kind of kind of a jerk move like do you like me or not mm-hmm. i will and say i'm older was, like both. i'm older than you Chappelle. i i was always into laura winslow i mean she's she's fine she's mm-hmm. just not like you know if we had to rank her amongst the sit- sitcom girlfriends yeah. i don't think she's mm-hmm. in the top 10 i hear you i hear you yeah yeah, uh, but I, th- I always felt it was believable that like, uh, especially like Steve isn't going to go after like the head cheerleader necessarily, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would. Steve is confident. He, <laughs> he is he confident. Her? No, yeah, but Steve is confident. It's, like, the, it's also the, funny, be, sorry, because like this, there's so rarely in school, even though they're in high school for like the whole run of the show, basically. And like, you, Steve should, like you said, Steve should be getting stuffed in lockers, and you re- re- rarely see stuff like that. It's it's such like higher level hijinks, like police shootouts and. And an episode here where Steve has to eventually, essentially prevent Laura from being assaulted by a robot. Like it, it, the stakes are so much higher. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a scrawny guy with big feet. So you know what they say about scrawny guys with big feet? They have big socks and they're easy to buy Hanukkah gifts for. Chappelle, do we ship uh, Urkel and Laura or is, do we think that this ultimately is a, a, a relationship that has problems? I, I don't ship it. And I think it's because like for this sh- show to have nine seasons of build yeah. up, we should really want this couple to be together. We should, we should be like, this should be the, like the Jim and Pam, you know, uh, whatever. Don't, this don't show. See, the bad example listen, for me, but yeah. Yeah. Listen, I agree. They're extremely boring together, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is, this should be the flagship relationship. It was nine seasons and people were like, eh, yeah, it's fine. But who are you supposed to root for on this show? Like, if you're not rooting for Urkel, and I don't think anybody's rooting for Urkel, like, who are you watching this show through the eyes of? Like, you mentioned Fresh Prince. Like, everyone watching Fresh Prince is Will Smith in their head. Do you know what I mean? And if you're watching mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell, everyone's everyone's Zach Morris. And Full House, it's like, depending on what age you are, you're probably one of the girls. Maybe if you're an adult, you're like, you know, Uncle Jesse or somebody. But, like, who are you watching the show and, like, identifying with on this show? 
I think you have to root for Urkel. It is his show. If he decides hmm. to leave tomorrow, there is no more Family Matters. It does not exist. The limit <laughs> does not exist. He walks off the show. That's the not, that's the last episode. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like that he is like uh, very insistent with uh, with Laura, where to the point where it feels like uh, at some point, like uh, that it, is he bothering her? It feels like yeah. she's being bothered by him. Yeah, I think it's his approach, right? So Steve's approach is, Laura, I like you. You live next door. I think we would get along great. Will you marry me? (laughs) And he just kind of skips over the middle ground of like, hey, do you like me as well? Would you like to get to know me better? We might have things in common. And he switches straight to marriage. And so Laura at least should not be taking him seriously, but he just won't leave. And so you don't really blame her for not giving him the time of day because who wants to discuss marriage before they've even dated you? You know, and she's just kind of forced to be around him due to proximity. You know, they won't kick him out for good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I, I don't. I, I guess we're we're rooting for Urkel, right? But just not to not to ship with Laura, just to kind of make it through life. Okay. Yeah. We're just rooting for him to 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 be all right. Should we talk about this uh, particular episode? Sure. Yeah, we go through it. Okay. All right. Um, we can uh, yada yada a bit, but uh, th- we start off with Eddie Winslow. He comes to Laura. He wants uh, $50 because that uh, he has got some sort of a traffic infraction. You would think that maybe Carl Winslow might be able to like help pull some strings uh, with-, with this and uh, not have his Eddie's license revoked. Um. I don't know about that because see, Eddie's problem was that he didn't realize that you have to stop at stop signs all the time. Mm-hmm. He thought if you stopped at the stop sign before, then you're good. And so I think Carl can do a lot, but he can't do that. <laughs> he, like he can't undo the fact that Eddie won't stop running stop signs because he thinks that they're like temporary. Mm-hmm. And so uh, yeah, Carl is, as we talked about, is a very serious cop. Yeah. And I'm sure he does not want to put his badge on the line because Eddie seemed to not be able to drive. Now, the question is, why hasn't Carl taught his son the rules of the road? Better? That's the real <laughs> mm-hmm. question. It's true. Yeah. He's, out, he's, he's out there policing his mom's suitors too much mm-hmm. to really uh, teach his son how to drive and, and keeping Urkel away from his daughter, which he's doing a horrible job of, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. It's not really in Carl's nature to get Eddie. Eddie, he's, he's a tough love dad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he, he would not have done that. There's definitely a lot of dads who would do that, but not Carl. Do we know that what was Carl's ultimate worldview about the prospects of uh, Steve Urkel and Laura? Is he pro? Because I feel like that if, if you're no. a dad, I feel like that. Uh, I don't know if and again, I don't Akiva, I don't have any daughters. OK, so um, I don't know. Is, is Steve Urkel like a good suitor or am I saying like, boy, my daughter could do better than that. Uh, he's uh, too much of a nerd. It's crazy that Carl never moves. Like a lot, I think a good dad would have up and moved. Or like we remember, we never see Steve's parents the entire series, right? We only see Steve in his basement. We never meet Steve's parents, which is crazy, right? With the main character. Yeah, where are Steve Urkel's parents? They're always away. I think the bit is they're always, always away. We never see them once. But because like, they hate like, Steve Urkel, probably. I think probably. Like yeah, I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It, for me. Carl, like, uh, I think most dads would, if they could, move to at least the other side of town. Like, ban Urkel from the house. He hates Urkel. Urkel is constantly destroying his home, also. Like, yeah. He's like driving cars through the living room. <laughs> break, even in this episode, he breaks a bunch of stuff in the dining room. Like, Urkel causes thousands of dollars of damage almost every week on the show. <laughs> For like a guy working on a 1995, you know, Chicago PD 
salary with 15 people living in his house. Yeah. Uh, including his mom. <laughs> and his wife is like an elevator operator. Like they're not clearing <laughs> six figs. And, and Urkel is destroying their home week after week. He's got an idiot son who's, who, you know, at least he's not going to have to pay for college probably. He's hanging out with Waldo. But I, 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 the, it doesn't make any sense that he doesn't re, like lay down the law. He, there, he should like Urkel just for Urkel to stay around. Like it would be funny if maybe Mrs. Winslow was very charmed by Urkel for some weird reason, but they're not. He loathes Steve. He's never allowed in the house. So I guess that's the answer to your question. No, he hates Steve. And no, and of course he's a stalker. Like you should not. This would not hold up well in 2020. So I, I don't. I, there's nothing about it that's like, oh yeah, I, I, Carl wishes that Laura would just say yes to Urkel. Oh, rack him. Wow, that was one of your greatest rants, Akiva. I like that. I like that. Especially <laughs> when you got to like, well, he's hanging out with Waldo, so he's not going to college. He does end up going to college, by he the way. He does go to college. They go to he school. does well, go to college, thing. by the way. They like, try and keep them in high school, and they do have to go to college. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was like- on Waldo's Twitter feed. Yeah? At oh. SDFU Love Sean, and he said, um, he says, the call me Waldo Faldo in person, like, that's my name. It's the quickest way to get ignored. Just say hi. Okay. All right. Don't do that, everybody. <laughs> I think we're good on that. Um, Steve Urkel comes by. He goes right to the freezer and uh, takes out some uh, fish sticks. He eats fish sticks uh, straight from the freezer. Chappelle, is, is this a recurring bit for Steve Urkel or is this a one-timer? This is a one-timer, I believe. This mm-hmm. is I've never seen anything like this in my life. This is disgusting. <laughs> this, is, this is... I was like, listen, you are far too smart to be doing something so stupid. Um, did he say you could taste the ocean? I was like, that's freezer yeah. burn. That's not the ocean. That's not the ocean. The ocean doesn't taste like that. Where are they? In? Where is this show, show filmed? Where's Chicago? Chicago. It's supposed oh, to be in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago? This man knows nothing about the ocean. That's why, mm-hmm. he does, that's why he's confused. He knows nothing about the ocean. He hasn't seen it. Yeah. Like, sir, this is disgusting. This is, no. Absolutely. I think not. he does have weird eating habits. It's he ringing likes a bell. Cheese. That's one of his like uh, He's a very big cheese. Another, yeah, yeah. Second string uh catchphrase, I think, is like got any cheese? Got any yeah. Cheese. That's right. That's yeah. right. So behind uh did oh, I do that? That's number one Urkel catchphrase, but he has a one B also. So should we make that he... Renap catchphrase? Got any cheese? No. Put it on a shirt? No. Okay. By the way, Renap merch he, uh... available now in the mm-hmm. in the R H store. <laughs> is Urkel He's not the first nerd archetype, but he's the most popular one, right? This is the king nerd. Most famous nerds. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is Urkel the most famous nerd? He's on Mount Nerdmore for sure. Okay. Uh, you got Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Yes. Has Sheldon uh, Cooper surpassed Urkel? No. I'm isn't just, he in a world of nerds? Like, isn't he just like the main star of a show full of nerds, Sheldon Cooper? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you have to ask your wife, nerd. but I, I think that Sheldon Cooper is on Mount Nerdmore, but I do not think that uh, that I, I think that Urkel like had the mantle to himself for a good uh, twenty some odd years. Right, I he go- kind of I created that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I googled most famous nerds, and Hermione's on the list. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong. Hermione, uh, Sheldon from the, Hermione, uh, Sheldon from the Being Theory, Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory, Jimmy from the Boy from the Adventures of Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. I think I think Urkel is at worst on the Mount Nerd. I think he's probably number one, uh, but these other nerds I don't think are are too great. I don't think Hermione is there. Yeah, she's not very nerdy. She's she's very intelligent, but like if you're talking about like a a caricature of a nerd, like 
Urkel's got the the like high waist, like the high pants. Yeah. He's got the 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 pin protector, the pocket protector, or whatever. He's got the glasses. He's got like the 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 like voice, the nasally voice. I don't know if that existed before him. Did he create this, or was there like like in weird no, science well, where no, people like, wearing yeah, suspenders? Well, <laughs> well the, there was the movie Revenge of the Nerds, and the and the Revenge mm-hmm. of the Nerds, I think, sort of uh, probably put nerds on the map. Hmm. Uh, I think he took the match. I for sure. I, Urkel has to be the most famous nerd. Yeah. I don't think there's any like competition. Uh, Velma from Scooby Doo is on this list. Listen, person with glasses does not equal <laughs> nerd. Um, but I always told people. Mm-hmm. Then Velma was that's a handsome lady. Velma <laughs> deserves more. We did. De- I mean, the actresses they picked to uh, to, to play Velma in like in like live action show. They're yeah. just there always. They're, I mean, these are these are not nerdy women in my opinion. But mm-hmm. okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's see if uh, we come back to that. Let's see. Uh, the, oh, look at this. Um. Um. um Doctor. Uh. Matthew Gray Goobler uh, is on the list. Oh, Doctor Spencer Mind? Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We know that guy. Uh, Ross Geller is on uh, another one of the famous nerds. Is he is Ross Geller a nerd? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Can you be? Can you it's, be a nerd and date Jennifer Aniston though? No. He can't really. I don't think nope. so. Okay. Nope. All right. Uh, we'll come back. Lisa Simpson also uh, is on well, one of these lists. Yeah. That, I mean, that's interesting because I I always have thought of Laura as Lisa Simpson on this show, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, 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 your fe- her fellow nerd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> long story short, with this, uh, Steve Urkel is working on a robot because he's trying to win uh, a computer uh, where he has, there's a prize for, at, at this competition. He already has a computer. He's going to give Laura a computer. She wants a computer. Ultimately, yeah. she- I, I don't know why Laura needed to be invested in this. It doesn't really pay off in any way for the plot. No, it's kind of like. Yeah, you could remove Laura from that altogether, right? Like you could yeah. say Steve wants to win this competition, and so he built a. Or you could just say Steve built a robot. Yeah, he's they, a nerd, thus he built a robot. Yeah, they get, do get like a little bit of a gimmick out of that. She like gives him. Does she give him a hug or something? And then he like walks into a wall and then knocks uh, stuff down. And they go to the opening credits off of that. But uh, maybe they just did it for the gag. Yeah, the moment. Yeah, because. Yeah, because she 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 has to be invested in him so that she gets her lines right. Because mm-hmm. we talked about this, everyone has to have a moment with Steve, and of course, hers is that like she's so grateful that Steve is going to give her the computer when she wins it that she touches him, mm-hmm. and he malfunctions as a human being. It doesn't it doesn't compute for him, uh, Steve Urkel, and he like slowly See, like he starts to vibrate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and he, he runs into the wall. Like there's something wrong and, with him. And then he passes out. Yeah. He passes out as if he had just finished something very strenuous. And so just kind of yeah. goes to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought that this was how they were going to beat the robot. Uh, Akiva, did you think that if uh, Laura Winslow would have kissed the uh, robo Urkel, then it would have uh, like its, its head would have exploded? It's possible because I did write in my notes that when Laura like gives Steve a hug, one of the rare hugs of the whole series, he like short circuits. I wrote Steve mm-hmm. before, before we see the robot. Steve like collapses. My son walked in the room. Oh, he thought it was so funny. I wrote he malfunctions <laughs> in my notes. Yeah, Steve mal. That's funny. Yeah, so Steve malfunctions with from the hug, 
Uh, even when he saves her life at the end of the episode, she does not go for hug number two. Yeah. She gives him a firm handshake. I feel like we could have come but, in and really punched up this Family Matters script and uh, yes. made it a lot tighter before. And they must have been on such a like a go 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 sort of uh, pace to get these Family Matters episodes out. Yeah, they, they were just 20, spinning their wheels. Twenty five episodes a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were spinning their wheels. They had like this much content and thirty minutes, and they were like, <laughs> "Okay, let's just let's just." Figure out something. Just put something together real quick, you know, because, yeah, you're right. Because what you, ideally what we would have done is like because we saw how the robot reacted to Steve. I mean, how Steve reacted to Laura. Like, imagine what happens yes. when Laura touches the robot. She kisses him. Yeah. His, his ears start to whistle like Rosie from the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. And he starts to like, blip, 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 and right. then, like, like blows up. And spoiler alert that uh, ultimately Steve Urkel beats the robot by spraying it with a fire extinguisher. It wasn't like they had some great MacGuffin that was going to be how they stopped the robot yeah it just the same thing you would do to put out anything that just got too hot you would uh use the fire extinguisher and mm-hmm. then he just he he die, he dies that's it <laughs> yeah that's the end um <laughs> can i can i tell you what happens to the robot yeah well sure. i see that season three episode 24 i see robo nerd 2 yes so uh there is a Return. there is a repeat of of steve's robot Next time he is Urkel Cop, he comes back. He comes back as a police detective. Yeah. Well, we are robot. at the height of sort of like a RoboCop era on mm-hmm. uh, the early '90s. So I think that we're trying to uh, ride off the back of the popularity of the RoboCop franchise. And I will say, because we're ragging on the show mostly, the actual robot is pretty well done. Like they, yeah. whatever oh the robot God. is, it's amazing. It, yeah, the the, the show is produced very well. That part of it, the script leaves what to be desired, but. The robot's really good. So in in the in Robo Nerd Two, they basically uh, Carl, uh, as he often does, puts the lives of his of his loved ones in danger by basically staging a robbery at um, is it Rachel's store? Is it somebody Rachel's some place? Store? Yeah, the no, restaurant. No, it's not a Rachel's place. It's a um, it's ro- the the it's robot a convenience store. Yeah, the robot basically like picks uh, like has some data like pre. Uh, like uh, Giuliani Bloomberg, like here's where the next crime's gonna happen. Data to like, um, you know, like, it's like a minority so report situation. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna get robbed here, and then basically they do, and 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 uh, the gunman pulls the gun on whoever it is, Stephen, Laura, and Eddie, some combination of them. Yeah, there really is a and lot of the, gunplay in Family Matters. A lot of guns. There is a lot of, a lot guns, of guns, and then the robot disarms the disarms the uh, the, the the bad guy, and and uh, they. Uh, he puts him to bed after that, saying he's going to become a dancing robot going forward. I don't believe the dancing yeah. robot shows up again. And the next time they, they deal with robotics, season five with Stefan. But yeah, there's a lot of of uh, of climactic scenes that end with <laughs> with a police shootout or guns. I think the overall theme, because Carl is like very much a good cop, right? Carl loves being police. Yeah, he's and not Carl, a dirty cop. Like it's not like not at a, all. It's not and, a dark Carl, like, show. It is interesting because, like, in addition to like ignoring the insane harassment issues of like this you know urkel being a stalker and then creating a robot that somehow mm-hmm. stalks the same person which seems a little questionable like the, the the one of the messages of the show is like the police is good basically it's interesting yeah it, it's interesting i didn't think that was the climactic scene you were going to talk about though i thought we were talking about that hug <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's true yeah it's- um, so, uh, we're going to get into the Mother Winslow storyline. We basically told you already, uh, everything that's going on with Mother Winslow. She's going on a, a date. Anything that either of you want to say about Mother Winslow going on the date? 
She does a walk of shame at 6.15. Yeah, that she kind of does. Yeah. 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 Listen, listen. You want to be sympathetic to Mother Winslow because she wants you. Mother, Mother Winslow wants to have a life too. Got it. Ma'am, you're 80 years old. You're not creeping into that house at 6.15 in the morning. I don't care who you are. I don't care who mama you are. 6.15? What were you and Fletcher Thomas doing at 6.15? Yeah, why'd she have Thomas? to come back? Why didn't she just stay over with that she right. was... It, and this is before Ubers. Did you put this old lady on a taxi? <laughs> Fletcher Thomas? And Fletcher Thomas, you're a dog. I did he not drive? You think Fletcher didn't drive her home like, hey, oh, the best time no. sneaking at 6 a.m.? There's yeah. no way you're saying... I mean, she Absolutely. marries the guy. I mean, eventually, yeah, listen. Lewis, listen, listen. People overlook certain aspects of their uh, dating, sure. you know. Sure. Yeah, but let's, let's not talk about... Fletcher Thomas is a player, okay? He put her on that cab. He mm-hmm. put her in the cab and sent her back in the cab. And Mother Winslow, to her credit, she's a city girl. She's out here trying to live her life, okay? She said, look, I'm not dead. I have needs, mm-hmm. and I'm going to handle them, and then I'm going to come back in this house at 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, the problem for me is that Carl stood up, stayed up all night. For me, personally... I don't want to know what Mother Winslow was doing, no, Carl. No. You shouldn't be staying up. You should pretend that she was at home in bed at 9.30. Because if she tells you what she does, and Mother Winslow has no issue flaunting her escapades in front of her son. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she, If she tells you what they were doing, oh my gosh, Carl, what are you going to do at that point? <laughs> hide the gun. Yeah. The gun. <laughs> he's painted himself into a corner here. It's a good point. Right. Pretty Why much. Isn't she, yeah, it's, like, it's like he's completely unconcerned that his daughter, <laughs> that I guess he should care about, it's like almost being murdered 20 feet away in a basement by a robot. Meanwhile, his mom is out there in a consensual relationship with her future husband. No, no, no. We're putting an end to that. Yeah. Like, that's when you just, there's like a, a bell curve, right? Of like people you should be worried about and people you shouldn't, right? Or something like that. Or maybe it's like the more worried you should be at a certain age. Your mom hits 80. Yeah. I'm worried about Fletcher Thomas. I need to know who his people yeah. are. I need to Does know who his Fletcher grandkids Thomas are. Fletcher Thomas have a robot? No? Okay. It's fine. Right. Right, it's fine. And I think, you know, you're right, Akiva. Laura's next door about to get, like, we don't know what's about to happen to her. Mm-hmm. And Carl's like, yeah, but my mom, though. And mm-hmm. so, and, and like, again, to Carl's credit, his mom did kind of hint to what she's doing. She said they hit the hot tub. They have a coupon yeah, two for, for two one. for one at the hot tub club. Yeah. Yeah, I might have pulled up. I might have showed up to the hot tub club with the gun. Just, I'm just saying, as a, as a as a cop, as a cop, not to assault anybody or anything. I'm just saying, just like you know, uh, official detective business. <laughs> so yeah, he he probably should worry about a little bit more about Laura. Hot tub club on after, coupon night might get a little <laughs> might get a little wild. Also, that's why I say bring the gun. You just you never know. Just for protection, for protection. Uh, we go back to Eddie. We see some Waldo, Geraldo, Faldo. Uh, they uh, Eddie's still trying to get this fifty dollars. Uh, that never really gets settled in the episode. We don't know what goes on with Eddie and this uh, parking enforcement or this uh, traffic uh, infraction that he has. And we uh, have Urkel come in and interrupt them and say he has something to show them. Uh, Urkel has somehow wheeled the Urkel bot into the living room of the house. Yeah, he came through the front door. Does mm-hmm. he? Does he have a key? Let's no, just be he honest. Definitely he does not key have a key. key. I, do, I he, if key. he has a key, they don't know about it. Yeah, it's sort of right. And he usually comes through the back door. I guess maybe that's where his house is situated. Yeah, it seemed very he impractical that he wheeled the, the Urkel bot to the front of the house to become in the living room. They were already in the kitchen. Yeah. He's rarely in that in that front room. Yeah, he 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 comes yeah. into the, the yeah. kitchen most. The back, they they the back. tried to hide the fact that uh, Urkel did not really wheel in the Urkel bot on a hand truck. Yeah, it's one of those situations where you know, like if you're moving your couch 
and then you get to the front door and then you notice that those hinges are sticking out just a little too long mm-hmm. too far so now you have to take the whole door apart just to bring the couch in mm-hmm. like he's like i could go through the kitchen but that door just doesn't swing wide enough and so he had to go through the front door the question is who allowed this man into your home <laughs> how did he get in I would just like open. to know that. Maybe Mother Winslow left it open. He's your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. It, and I think he's stalking... See, the thing is, he's stalking Laura, yes, but he's also stalking Carl. He's about as obsessed with both of them equally. Mm-hmm. And so I think the problem here is Harriet. Harriet's allowing this man to, like, terrorize the, her family because she wants to be nice. And Does I think that's why they write the her home, Chappelle, do we know this? I don't know. I don't know if she owns the home, but she definitely is the reason why Urkel can come and go. Like she's kind of like his guardian. Like, oh no, you guys, it's just Steve. It's fine. So we're putting a lot on a lot of blame on Carl. But we gotta look at Harriet at some point and be like, well, girl, what what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, they, they have a lot of the hijinks happen because she's in so few scenes. Like when she's not there. So I do think there's mm-hmm. a lot of like Harriet doesn't realize that he. It's like one of these things where like you ever in, in the back of class and like. You, and your friend hits you and then you hit them back and that's when the teacher's looking. So that's a lot of like, Harriet's never looking when Steve's doing the first hitting, you know? Yeah. Carl's like, he's doing something. He's doing something. She looks, she's like, oh, Carl, you're so crazy. <laughs> you never Carl. had that? That didn't, that doesn't ring a bell? Like you're fighting in the class or something and I don't know if I, if I was like no. fighting with brother. too many I'm people sure on, uh, yeah, in class. Well, yeah, or you're, I, because one time I remember I hit my friend over the head with a science textbook. He was a good friend of mine. He still is. In ninth grade. And then he smashed me but that's when the teacher turned around. And he got suspended. I got in no trouble. Hmm. So I, I was like the, uh, I was like the Urkel there, and the teacher was, uh, was the Harry Winslow. <laughs> Did I do that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He didn't so switch on me either. They power up the yeah. Robo Nerd, and that it is uh, very impressive. Like they kind of got like one of these people. Like you'll see them like in like I'm, I'm sure they have them in like Times Square or like uh, Santa Monica or any any place that like a Bourbon lot of tourists Street. are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of these uh, guys who's like painted in metal who can move like a robot. Uh, they do a good job with the Urkelbot. Looks a yeah. lot like Steve it's Urkel. A- yeah, it, it looks like him, but it's kind of given like, uh, are you guys familiar with the Wiz? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nipsey Russell is, as the Tin Man. He's giving you those kind of vibes. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's a robot. He doesn't really look like a robot. He just looks like a guy kind of, mm-hmm. you know, painted silver. And Urkelbot is, Urkelbot has some moves. He's dancing. He's, uh, which Akiva said later on, he becomes a dancing robot full time. But I mean, he's gliding across the floor. He's uh, smelling flowers. He's, but he's. Steve says he's learning by the minute. And that's a problem. And every time, anytime we see robots, the moment someone says this robot can learn, stop the movie. We know this is a tragedy. We know it's not going to end well because that's just not, isn't that one of the rules? Did Christian Ubiki tell you that, Rob? I got to ask him about that. Maybe we can get him to watch Robo Nerd 1 and 2 and see if he can weigh in on the actual behavior of uh, these, or Robot Urkel. I will come back for that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we, we power up Robo Nerd. He can move around the house. He's breaking stuff. He has all of Steve Urkel's signature catchphrases. And they uh, realize something that Laura walks into the room and Robo Nerd also has a thing for Laura. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, who could have saw that coming, right? Yeah. Akiva, yeah. is Robo Nerd anatomically correct? I don't think so. Like, what? I don't know Robo Nerd's endgame, like, mm-hmm. if, how, what he's going to do, because I don't think so. Now, Robo Nerd, like, the actual robot is not, for people who are not watching the episode, it's not, there, there's no animation, right? It's just like a, a well done costume. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for people don't aren't aware. So, yeah, I don't, but, but 
we're led to believe, of course, as the viewer, that it's an actual robot. So I don't think it should be anatomically correct. I mean, it doesn't yeah. have the suspenders. Because it, it doesn't like. look like... The, it's kind of like, uh, Chappelle, uh, going back to the Wizard of Oz stuff, Like it is sort of like the Tin Man. It's not like that the robot is wearing clothes that, uh, that he could be potentially anatomically correct. That he is just... He looks like that he's just like uh, a, you know, medical mannequin walking around. Right, exactly. Like, this man should not be able to... Well, I guess this robot should not be able to accomplish anything with Laura based on what we see. Um, But, you know, strange things happen on television Mm -hmm. and in movies. And I I remember this one movie where these two cars actually, like, mount... One car, like, mounted the other car and they started to do things that you would think cars could not do because of anatomy. And so what I wouldn't movie put it is past that? Robo. I look, let me look it up. Yeah. Because I don't want I don't want people trying to mention me asking about it because I don't want to watch it. But I remember this. It doesn't happened. have the missing daughter from Family Matters, does it? Oh no, not that kind of movie. Okay. I'm sure uh Jamie Foxworth, I think that's her name, would <laughs> would not be obliged to do such things. But we, who she knows? Seems like right? she's doing okay on Instagram. I'm looking I bet. Yeah. No, no yeah. only fans, Rob. Let's not uh but okay. yeah. Right, I mean, the shelf life on on such a career, you know, like I'm sure in the in the late 90s, she probably would have, you know, she would have slayed OnlyFans. But, you know, well, it might have been maybe early 2000s. I don't know. Late yeah. 90s, it would have been a big problem. Yeah. Um, T-G-O-F. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. unfortunately, uh, they can't turn off the robo nerd. It's a big problem. Well, Steve goes to cut it off. He's like. Sneaks by, like when the ro- first off, he tells Robo Nerd, like, hey, power down. And Robo Nerd's like, no. He says, uh, like, I'm not a, I'm not a off type of guy. I'm a, I'm a on type of guy. Like, that's, that's how I roll. Mm-hmm. And so Steve, like, sneaks in, turns off the battery, like, from behind, like, you know, yeah. he, like, like, uh, like attacks him, like, oh, look, got it, got him when he wasn't looking. And then Robo Nerd bypasses that and says, no, no, I'm back on. Thank you. Um, so they, they attempt to turn him off, but they don't. And then we never see, how they subdue Robo Nerd? He just kind of leaves the room. Yeah, they just like ah, let's get out of here. It's yeah. a good thing like Carl Winslow didn't walk in. He would have been really pissed to seen a robot just <laughs> running ransack all over the house. So uh, then we get back to the storyline. I don't know where Robo Nerd goes off to, but Carl Winslow is gonna have it out with Mother Winslow, and there's like a gag where he's like uh, really going off, like uh, Mother Winslow. I don't want you to see that uh, uh, man anymore. And then we pull back, and she's not even in the chair. He's practicing, and then she comes in the room, and then he completely caves and tells her, uh, "Do whatever you want." Yeah, she doesn't. I mean, this is mom, right? Mother Winslow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Mother Winslow. I mean, what, mm-hmm. what you going to do, Carl? I just, <laughs> I just think his issue was she just was so like, um, so liberated in the way she was talking to her mm-hmm. son. And I don't think any son wants to hear about their mother's exploits. Um, even though Carl seemed like he was interested in keeping her, you know, safe from this, you know, possibly predatorial, you know, Fletcher Thomas, but he seemed like he, he didn't he didn't like Fletcher because he saw that this was somebody that could like step into his mom's life and be important to her. And I think Carl just kind of, you yeah. know, he, he misses his dad. Akiva, do you think that Carl Winslow was concerned about being uh, out of the will? Maybe that uh, Fletcher Thomas was going to be coming in and now being uh, inheriting the uh, Winslow estate. Well, is this Mother Winslow's house? Like, does she have a big estate that we don't know about? <laughs> like, don't know. Are, like, she might be living. She's living in a side room by like the kitchen. Like, yeah. Is she so loaded? I, I, you know what I mean? I don't know. 
And also the will. I don't know if either of you ever had relatives who like threaten the will. You can't go there too often. It's very annoying. <laughs> like I don't Mother know. Mother Winslow how often. doesn't care. Yeah. Mother Winslow doesn't care. She says she spent their. The, she said I, I I had to write you guys out of the will so I could buy this dress. And I told you that dress looked like trash. Yeah. And so, but like, they were all just, scared. They were like, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like not our inheritance. Like, ma'am, if if it if this dress could. <laughs> possibly get me written out of the wheel yeah fletcher thomas is about to come in and push you right on out the door carl you should be worried <laughs> shoot um, i'm team carl now <laughs> we go to our big action set piece where laura goes down to steve urkel's lab slash dungeon and she goes to uh go look for steve but he's not there the urkel bot is there and basically is telling laura that she can't leave and that they're going to get married. And this is, first off, uh, Akiva, Steve yeah. Urkel's lab is, looks like a very dangerous place. It is dangerous. First of all, I don't know how big the Urkel home is, but the ceilings of his lab, I always noticed, are like 30 feet high. Mm-hmm. In the basement, there is no end to, to this room. There, like, there are billionaires that don't have, that don't have rooms with, with, high, with this high a ceiling. It's pretty wild. <laughs> And this yeah. is in Chicago, like expensive real What's estate. What's the estimated value of the Urkel home, do you think? We've never really seen it. I mean, how big? I'm trying to think how many bedrooms. The Winslow home is large, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? There's like at least one bedroom near the kitchen. I think there's downstairs stuff. Do they have an attic, then, too? I feel like Rachel's in the attic. Yeah, Rachel might Maybe be in I'm the attic. Maybe with Family Matters. Like, there's the master bedroom plus multiple kids. I think everyone basically has their own room. Laura, Eddie. Yeah. Richie lives there. Remember, uh, for a while, you know, Richie is is Aunt mm-hmm. Rachel's kid, who's about yeah. to become a major player in later seasons. There are a lot of people living in this home, so we're this is a, you know. I hope they didn't sell it. I hope they kept, kept multi generational home. The Winslows, yeah, have. They, yeah, they could have. But I'm saying now it would be worth you know quadruple whatever it was. They mm-hmm. I hope they they, kept, they held on to it, kept in the family. Okay, so the robot is now harassing Laura and says that that the robot called her there that he can like do other people's voices. And he makes a, a very threatening statement towards uh, Laura. I pulled one one sound clip. Uh, this is what the Robo Nerd says to Laura Winslow. Come on, baby, let's energize. Come on, baby, let's energize. Oh, do mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. Should we try that? Yeah. Energizing? Yeah. No, I'm saying like, should we use that like oh, uh, with our, and then and say next week how that works? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll use it. <laughs> Oh yeah, so you let me know. You let me know how it goes too. No, I need to play by play. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure y'all let me know. Come on, baby, let's energize. Do you think you could do an Urkel impression, Rob? Did I do that? Like, uh, (laughs) it's not like it's hard. Yeah, yeah, very pretty pretty basic. Um, so Mm -hmm. Urkel is locked in the closet. And then he uh, ends up like uh, busting down the door. I mean, this gets very, very menacing, Chappelle. Like uh, that, Laura is trying to fight off the Urkel bot, the Robo Nerd, with like a, a metal rod. The <laughs> robot takes it from her. He like smashes a whole table with it, and then he's uh, gonna, he's like chasing her. Yeah, it was. If you didn't know this was a sitcom, you would have thought that like she was in real danger, mm-hmm. especially because you have like the setup is Steve is on the other side of the door and he's trapped in there and the Urkelbot has her cornered and she's trying to fight him off. 
And then Steve just musters up the power of a thousand Urkels and bursts down the door. Like if this was a longer movie or a more serious show, we would have saw like him MacGyvering his way out. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, I don't know, the police officer who lives next door would have shown up. Who knows? But, you know, this he just finds the strength of King Urkel and, and he kicks in the door and that's how he's able to save her. But yeah, if I didn't know this was a sitcom, I would have thought Laura was in some deep trouble. Some deep trouble. And you'd hope that her detective cop dad mm-hmm. would have cared. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. So yeah. ultimately, uh, Steve Urkel is going to get the fire extinguisher and then hoses this thing down it short circuits. It's also doing like Elvis impressions for some reason. I don't really get why uh, that was brought into it. Still very big in the early 90s. Every sitcom had to talk about Elvis like five times a season minimum, <laughs> as, legally. <laughs> yeah. It was in the contract. He's in the credits. <laughs> like Elvis is gone. No, like other than if a movie's in Vegas and you occasionally see the Vegas. Elvis is over. Uh, the Elvis impersonator. I think Elvis is over. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. how they did cancel. Mm-hmm. Elvis, I, like he, he could have a, a, a renaissance. We did just see uh, uh, when we watched the Leprechaun 3 in Vegas. Yeah. That there was Elvis there, but I, you just don't see any Elvis anymore. All right, well, we, well, could we go back to the PR firm and could we bring back Elvis? What no, does Elvis I think, need? I think the key is he needs to go away fully for like 10 years and then, and then we could bring him back. You know what I mean? He needs, like he, needs a, to, he needs a reboot and a full break. He needs to release his some original music that he actually made. Yeah. And I think people will be okay with that. Like the idea behind Elvis is that like, hey, he's famous, but he's famous for like being the face for like other people's work. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this is a palatable person we can we can give this music to and lo- people love him. And you know, rock and roll is out here getting people pregnant. And this is we want this to be the face of rock and roll. So if we're gonna bring him back, we need him to create some songs. Do you think he's got music in the chamber, Elvis, that like hasn't been released? No, no. I think they were working that well. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. He he could do like yeah, like a like a two like a Tupac or a Biggie, like a a, (laughs) an album after he passes. You know, several years later, obviously, and we could do like the Lost Files of Elvis. I I would like to talk about hologram. Mm -hmm. Elvis hologram, maybe. Would you would you watch an Elvis hologram? Like if you could get tickets, but I I wouldn't watch an Elvis anything. Wait, hold on. You hate Elvis? You hate holograms? Uh, both. I'm not a big fan of holograms. I thought the whole Robert uh, Kardashian thing was really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, bring back dead people. I don't know. There's no hologram you'd be interested in seeing. I mean, there are holograms I'd be interested in seeing, but I don't. I, I don't like Elvis enough to see an Elvis hologram. I might not be the demo for Elvis. Hmm. Which Beatles hologram would you least oh, he like hates to the see? Beatles. I don't like the Beatles. I know. I know but I mean, which one is? I said least. You got to pick McCartney. one. Paul McCartney, because it would be funny to have a living person as a hologram. <laughs> Oh, you guys, I Googled it. I found the car sex. I mean, the car yes, movie. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Southland Tales is a 2006 science fiction comedy thriller. Oh, it's a comedy. Uh, you got The Rock, uh, Sean William Scott, Sarah Michelle Galar, Mandy Moore of, you know, Pennies in Her Pocket, and Justin Timberlake. And in this movie, these cars have intercourse. And I would not say that they are anatomically correct, but they do the thing and it's graphic. But this looks like it's a live action movie. The, 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 car, the, the cars are having There's some exhaust opening. Intercars. Yeah. In, intercars. Intercars with you relations. <laughs> yeah, they're doing that. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, but it happened. And so my point is Urkelbach can as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, we should be basically all that to say Laura should be worried. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yes. Uh, and that's season three, episode seven of uh, Family Matters. Is there anything else about about this particular episode that we should touch on? Uh, I had a, I had a note. What if like what if they wrote out ha- Harriet and then like Carl marries Rachel? Because what? there's, a, <laughs> there's a, yeah, not why, really. Why would you a, want that, Akiva? I wouldn't want it, but like Rachel, I think is more interesting than Harriet at this point. But I, I, it just made me laugh that the three of them are watching TV like squished on this too small couch. Mm. Like imagine you're like you, your wife, and your wife's sister. Yeah, like watching watching uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Um, yeah. So I, I googled uh, the thirteen most ridiculously family matters episodes ever. Do you want to hear about uh, some of the really Please, off yeah. the rails uh, family matters episodes? Oh, of course. Okay. Uh, in an episode called, called that, we should have done real or fake Family Matters episodes. That oh, would have been be a good. good way to go. Uh, okay. An episode called Little Big Guy, Urkel's Transformation Chamber Goes Berserk. The nerd and uh, flustered foil Carl are shrunk to two inches tall. And as a result, they must work together to dodge hazards such as rolling fruit and large house cats. So there's like wow. a Honey, I Shrunk where, the Kids where episode. Where did they get that idea? So they're just like Robocop, Honey, I Shrunk yeah. the Kids. Anything that's popular in the early 90s, they're stealing. Okay. Um, there is an episode called Aunt Una, where Urkel's aunt, uh, Aunt Una, played by Donna Summer from Altoona, visits. I, I think that the writers thought, like, Waldo Geraldo, Faldo is money. Uh, aunt Una from Altoona is another character they make up. Uh, Harriet and the others uh, help break Una out of her shell by taking her to a karaoke bar. Uh, meanwhile, Eddie and Waldo need to win to pay for an accident caused by uh, Waldo's snowmobile. Yeah, mm. I remember I remember that episode vaguely because, you know, Donna Summer being like the disco queen that she is, she's like, Aunt Una looks like she's like a recluse, you know, almost mm-hmm. like, oh, we're going to take her to get her out of her shell. We take her to do karaoke. And then, of course, she's Donna Summer. So mm-hmm. she goes and does karaoke like no one, none other. And so I, re- I vaguely remember that Um Rest in peace, the good Donna Summer. Uh, RoboNerd 2 is on this list. Uh, in an episode called Boom, Urkel makes friends with an orangutan who's doomed to a life of scientific experiments. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Carl and Lieutenant Murtaugh try to defuse a bomb hidden in a treadmill booby-trapped by a revenge seeker named Nitro Newton, a.k.a. the Boston Bomber. Mm. Mm. Why is the Boston okay. Bomber bombing up Chicago? <laughs> moved on uh, there's an episode called Father Time where Steve and Carl use a time transporting device to travel back in time in spite of Steve's warnings not to tamper with the past Carl leaves himself a note to make investments in stocks that skyrocket when Carl and Steve return to the present they find out that Carl's the richest man in the world worth 247 billion unfortunately they also find out that Carl hasn't hugged Estelle in years that Estelle is divorcing him and that Eddie and Laura were never born so that's their back to the future ripoff episode who is Estelle? <laughs> that um, <laughs> is that Mother Winslow? No, that's I mean that's wife Winslow. I no, Harry is, is 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 his wife. Oh yeah, what Estelle's mother Winslow. Yeah, Estelle's mother Winslow. Yeah, yes, they, I don't know why they oh, use okay. the more familiar oh. Estelle than Mother Winslow. Right. Uh, there's a American Gladiators <laughs> episode where uh, Carl Winslow competes on American Gladiators. There's a uh, uh-huh. Steve Urkel is a, a ventriloquist. Uh, uh, or it has like a, a evil like Chucky doll. Um, mm-hmm. it, there's a second as a sequel. Apparently, there's a lot of Family Matters sequel episodes. Uh, there is a nonsense episode where 
according to Wikipedia, Urkel, offended that his privacy has been violated, tells Myra to get lost when she presents him with a new drawing of himself. Oh, no. Steve, uh, the next morning, Urkel learns that Myra is going to a convent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Causing the nerd to assume that she plans to join. Uh, he quickly enlists Eddie and Waldo to dress as nuns. Uh, this is like the nuns on the run episode, I guess, uh, to find Myra to get her to reconsider going to the nunnery. Of course, uh, she had gone there to visit her aunt, but none of that comes out until the guys are nearly arrested. You know, nun, nun play was a very good big thing back then. Yeah. Uh, we had like, that was like a, a sitcom trope. Like at some point you have to have the nun hood on. I think it's mm-hmm. called a hood. And then uh, remember Sister Act? Yeah. That was yep. very Sister Act that 3 was nun, coming up, nun, Akiva. Yeah, that was nun play heavy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Okay. Um, there is an episode with, uh, that is called Original Gangsta Dog, which uh, Steve Urkel's hip hop cousin from Detroit. Uh, played also by Jaleel White has an unwelcome yeah. visit to the Winslow household while Steve is away visiting his uncle and little mm. does OGD know that he'll need the Winslow's help on evading a titanic thug known as Fresh Squeeze that owes him $4,000. Also, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Missy Misdemeanor Elliot makes a surprise cameo appearance in this episode. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a this sounds good. I think we should track uh what's his name? OGD. OGD. <laughs> OGD. Uh this <laughs> pirate White episode. Is, yeah. He really plays a lot of he you know, he does not play um the uh, Robo Nerd in this episode, mm-hmm. but he really mm-hmm. plays yeah. a lot of a lot of random characters. Yes. Like he does have a lot of range, yeah. uh, Julio White. Uh we could He's go on. Uh there's an episode that has the WWF's Bushwhackers uh appear uh as the psycho twins. There's a, lot, there's a lot going on here that. that matters. Uh, so maybe a, a deep dive might be worth it uh, for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rise and fall of... Yeah. I don't know what that was. Or at the very least, like, uh, do one of those things to keep it where it's like, uh, we just showed an artificial intelligence 210 Family Matters episodes, and here's the script it wrote. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think you could do that. Well, there's, there's enough content. You could definitely come up with something. And so let the Renat bot have it. Yes. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to lead to. My final thing, Chappelle, is that do you think Akiva and I should be concerned that what happened with the robo nerd could happen to us with the Renat bot? Um, no disrespect Ooh. to the Renat bot, but I don't think it can think. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the things it's starting to spit out. I, I had, has it been so reckless? Uh, like as it is now, like it now, it doesn't even have to include Rob and Akiva even in the tweet. It's like um, episode seven with Missy and, and Doctor Amanda Rabinowitz. Like where where it just spits Rob out and Akiva stuff. talk? Yeah, he just he just spits out random words. I don't know. Yeah. I think you should be worried. Yeah, if there's if there's anything this thing can pull off, you should be very worried because yeah. it seems like uh like it's uh, kind of flying off the handle. Akiva, it had an episode the other day that was I forget what we were doing. It's like uh, Akiva is the guest, or you don't even need him for this one. Yeah, it, it's trying to write us out, <laughs> especially me. A lot of times it's Robin a key, not Akiva. So I, I say yeah. hockey. Oh yeah, that's fair. Okay, I guess that's mm-hmm. how it pronounces it. Probably mm-hmm. hockey. Yeah. All right. A- anything else? Family matters, Akiva. No, I think that's it. I think we really covered it. Uh, you I, really oh, impressed oh, me with your family matters knowledge today. I yeah, appreciate. Cool. It. Well, that's why it was on the it was on the list because it was a show that I have you know some some fond memories of. Uh, Rob, uh, not Rob, uh, Urkel calling Laura. He has a lot of like very dorky nicknames for Sugar Knees. I think Mel Gibson would yeah. have been good. No, to No, Sugar use Knees, that I think is bad. Wait, Sugar Knees is, sugar- is bad. Yeah, is Sugar Knees bad. It's better than uh, yeah. I don't know. Knees? But he, every it, it's every every episode. I don't usually like, like it, oh, Chappelle. Pet, my pet. 
Yeah, don't fret yeah. my pet. Yeah, that's like his uh, third catchphrase. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. like he's he's really catcalling her at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But sugar sugar knees sounds like that's not that offensive. Maybe it is, but uh, you know, like what's that little part on your elbow? What's it called? Weenus? Yeah, sugar weenus. Like, what if you called her that? Would that be equally offensive? That's not I think a real so. Thing. Isn't that called weenus? Like, you can't you can't hurt it yourself. Like, if you tried to pinch it, like, mm-hmm. uh, like you can't hurt your own weenus. Not gonna pinch my weenus. Sugar yeah, don't touch your baby. If some if someone else grabs your weenus, you can't stop them either. It's physically impossible. Hmm. Oh, yeah, like you, because you have to be appalled first that someone touched your weenus, and then mm-hmm. you react. So by the time you react, it's really like it's too late. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, another <laughs> note: uh, Urkel faints at the beginning of this episode. A lot more fainting in 1990 on shows than they would have in 2020. Mm-hmm. Everyone's really yeah. fainting. If something crazy happened, you just faint. Yeah, now but, it's yeah, now well, fainting well, is really few and far between. Yeah, I've seen uh, like 400 seasons of Greatest Anatomy, and you would think people faint all the time, and they don't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's definitely a 90s thing. Yeah. Uh, we didn't the original air date on this one, uh, November 1, 1991. So we're coming up on the 20 year anniversary of uh, Robo Nerd next year. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Inside the one year doing? mark. Wow. 20 year Robo anniversary. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. 91, huh? Yeah. What do, y'all got, what do you guys remember from 91? Hmm. What was like, what was the most popular movie in 91? Uh, I think it was Terminator 2. Was that 91? I think so. Uh, most popular movies of 1991. I would think it was... Uh, well, how about The the Bodyguard? Is that 1990? That's a good pick if it's 91. Silence of the Lambs, I think, was, yeah. was, the, was like the critically acclaimed movie. I, I, this won't surprise anybody who, who, who you know, is familiar with me, but like the only things I can remember from 91 are Sportswood, like the Jets being 7-8 and eight against the 8-7 and seven Dolphins the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Winning, making the role of Allegra kicking the field goal and beating Marino yeah. in the in overtime to make the playoffs. So I I don't know I don't, I don't have a okay a gross by the year yeah I, I was right uh, Terminator Two Judgment Day okay. is number one mm-hmm. uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves number two what? okay number mm-hmm. three Home Alone one it's Home Alone season oh. Akiva I see Beauty and the Beast is number three on the list I'm looking at but this um, might be uh, worldwide. Is worldwide. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, then uh, Silence of the Lambs, City Slickers, Dances with Wolves with our ops, Kevin Costner, Sleeping mm-hmm. with the Enemy, Adam's okay. Family 1, Naked Gun 2 and a half, and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, uh, The Secret of the Ooze. Mm. There's uh, approximately seven black people in all those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You were naming them all. I was like, God, no wonder why nobody would like <laughs> Shoot, inclusion matters. Jesus. Um, other popular movies that include black people are New Jack City. It came out in 1991. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think there, there might have been a black uh, guy in uh, My Girl. OJ <laughs> was in uh, Naked Gun Two and a Half. Yeah. The last Boy Scout had uh, Damon Wayans, I think. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. JFK was a big movie that year. Mm-hmm. I yeah. a lot of diversity in JFK. Yeah, yeah. The Five Heartbeats, such a good movie. Yeah. If you've never seen it, it's not it's not that great of a movie, but it's 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 near and dear to my soul. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else from Family Matters? 
Mm, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Would, would you be more likely to watch an old Family Matters episode now, Rob, or less likely? Um, I, I don't know. I think I might like if my kids were interested in watching it. I think that. Do you think they would? Do you think your kids would have liked? I mean, this they would have liked Robo Nerd. Yeah, they would have been interested in seeing the the robot. So I think that some of the madcap adventures of Steve Urkel. I think that uh, if if you're seven, I think that this might still like. I I didn't think it, it seemed very dated to me. Yeah, the early seasons yeah. also are, are a little bit more uh, kid friendly, I think. And then once they're like in college and. Mm-hmm. It's more like job centric. Yeah. They might not care as okay. much. Actually, one last thing: uh, Family Matters uh, reboot or sequel? Uh, Chappelle, what are we doing with the Family Matters uh, IP? Are we recasting it with a new Urkel? Are we are we reuniting the cast? No, you can't. You can't re. You can't redo Urkel, right? Like he has the he's he's his own thing. So it's Urkel. It's thing. Urkel now. He's the Carl Winslow, uh, and we're yeah. and we're living with Urkel's family. He is the patriarch of a new family with Laura Winslow. With Laura Winslow, okay, yes, and so he's still clumsy and wacky, like kind of like a like a no. like a Rick Moranis type. Well, I wonder is he like the CEO of Google? Ooh. Or NASA, right? Yes. Like NASA uh, is, he like, is, is Steve Urkel worth now, you know, uh, you know, $27 billion? Yeah, probably. But here's the thing. So what's his foil, right? Because we know the foil of Family Matters was Urkel. So now mm-hmm. he's the main character. It's almost like making, what, Kimmy Gibbler, like the main character. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't make her the na- main character of the Full House reboot because then it's like, well, who's bothering her? She's the annoying right. one. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, well... Who's the foil to Urkel's? Maybe they have a, a girl who lives next door. Yeah, and, and and then like the daughter next door has—is it a nerd or is it something else? Hmm. That's really that's really bothering. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think they. Really think I, I feel like there's something here. Yeah, yeah. We could, I think you could reboot it. Listen, yeah. they'd sign on. Julia will will sign the check if you if will, you will if he you take it. it? I Jaleel think it doesn't it, seem like he's. We're gonna build no, a thing around him. Money. Yeah, he'll, yeah. If you build around him, he'll do it. Now listen, I, of course, in an ideal world, he would never go back to this IP. But I think he'd be will if he's going to be the star. Of, nobody else is offering him to be the star of anything. So I think Ooh. he'd take it. What if? What if Jalil is now Stefan, and Stefan has a kid, but he's not like Stefan. He's like Urkel, and so now he has to like balance like how to parent this Urkel Junior. When he's like Stefan or Kel, right? So he's like, he's mm-hmm. so cool. And his and his son is like running around with like the suspenders mm-hmm. and like harassing some girl. I don't know. And he's coming like, Dad, how do you get girls to like you? And Stefan doesn't want to say, well, you got to invent a machine to make yeah. you cool. <laughs> Even though that could be like one of the storylines. So I don't remember the mechanism of Stefan and Steve. So th- could he permanently end up being Stefan? I feel like that Stefan was kind of like a bad guy. Wasn't bad. He, w- he just wasn't yeah, like he wasn't, wasn't he wasn't like inherently good like Steve tries to be. He's he's more yeah. like ne- he's neutral, I think. Right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. What, chaotic neutral? Is that what the thing <laughs> is? I think he's, he's not evil. lawful neutral. He's not yeah. evil. He just doesn't have like that's they, like that's you know, wins You have to root. They, the, the show has to make you root for ultimately for for Steve to win. So Stefan is a little bit more ladies manish, you know. And and I mean Steve is. He just has eyes for one lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so like he takes the cool juice, or maybe that's like his his son's thing is that he takes the cool juice and then like has a limited time to be like cool like his dad, and he goes to school and then like the juice wears off and then he's Urkel again, you know? Maybe I don't know. We we can probably we can we probably workshop play with this. this a okay, bit. yeah. Chappelle, are you going to stay for the mailbag? 
Of course. Are you kidding okay. me? Okay. All right. There's, some people say that's a, that's a power move to, to leave. I'm a Renap celebrity. Are you yes. kidding me? Okay. That's All what right. they told me last time I was here. So we are going to come right back with the mailbag. Keep anything else you want to say? No, I loved uh, I loved going back in the family matters. When when do you get to do this other than a show like yeah. this? Yeah, first uh, this season three, episode seven in a while. Yeah, yeah. not yeah, since thirty. We should uh, boom. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. All right, we will be back to talk about mailbag ideas and much more uh, when we return here on Robin Akiva Need a Podcast. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. We are back with Mailbag 111. We are here with the great Chappelle and Goaty Claus to talk about the listener submissions here on our big mailbag after we talk about some family matters. Uh, yep. Thanks for calling me that. Uh, should we sell Goaty Claw shirts in the store? Yeah. Well, you mentioned it, uh, that we have think, added yeah, some. I, Renap- right. <laughs> okay. All right. I know. Damn it. Uh, what are the salt <laughs> yeah, like hotcakes? Could have put, put your kids through college. We yes. just got to shout out to Priya. Um, uh, so a listener wrote in and has a fun game that I think, uh, I'll have you and Chappelle play now. Uh, quick, quick five minute game, which is Google put out the top five and 10 Google searches of the year for various topics, and I was wondering if you guys could guess them. Play, the play top a Google searches for topics that I think yeah, you're like, 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 okay, so, so like the main one is the top ten Google searches of the year, but then it breaks them down into into specific topics, and some of those are more interesting because a, a bunch of the top ten are coronavirus related, like it, you know, and then the rest are basically dead celebrities. Okay. So I figured right. well it sounds like a topics. fun game to me. Coronavirus oh, no, and dead celebrities. Uh are there bonus I mean, if points you get... if you if you can combine the two? Well uh, yeah, no, it's it's election, coronavirus, uh dead celebrities, and Zoom. That's the top ten. All, all the, the big four, Mount Funmore. The big four. Yeah. Mount Funmore. This is a TV based, you know, network. So I was wondering if you okay. guys could guess the top five most googled tv shows of 2020 top five most googled tv shows of 2020 like mm-hmm. like including netflix original yeah. yes. okay how about, absolutely, absolutely. how about tiger king yeah that's gotta number be. one that's number gotta one. be okay um what would be number two hmm. um what, rob what you think you, you only think? get one more to win because they're hard yeah I'll give you, if you yeah. get if you get a second one you win um, Googled uh, TV show, The Bachelor. 
No, I, oh, I, I think some of this. I, I think it's skews. It's a good guess, but I think it skews new shows. Like, what's okay. the deal with um, the show? Um, okay. The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, you got it. That's number five. Yeah. The Queen's Gambit. Late Bing. entry, probably to the list. But yeah. the other ones were Cobra Kai, Ozark, and Umbrella Academy, which okay, I'm not, not super familiar that. with. Yeah, my uh, wife said yeah, to me not, this morning. Not Twitter, I hate Umbrella Academy. Yes, um, mm-hmm. my wife said to me this morning. Uh, I watched all seven episodes of The Queen's Gambit. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I didn't know there were only seven episodes. Yeah, I watched As them in, all. Y'all haven't in a row. Y'all haven't watched it at all. You haven't, you, Rob. You haven't uh, dabbled in The Queen's Gambit yet. No, I haven't. That if somebody wants, when I hear the Queen, I think it's like a British show about like some Queen, and I'm out. Yeah, that's I'm the like, crown. Listen, I don't want to yeah. watch like the, the Crown. crown. It's right. The crown. <laughs> right. I'm out. Hard out for Thank me. You, are you yeah. a chess guy? I like chess as much as the next guy. My wife likes to tell my kids that when we played, when we were like engaged, she beat me. Even though I think I was probably the favorite, like if we had guessed. But were you throwing it? Ref- no, but she has refused a rematch now for 16 years. She will not play me she again. She chooses not to run. She chooses not to run. She's one and zero. Oh. She's undefeated lifetime against me. We'll never stop play the me. count. Stop the <laughs> count. Yeah. So, uh, stop the count. One and zero. That's all that matters. That's yeah. it. She took her ball and went home to the other room. Um, <laughs> one, one more. Chappelle, uh, do you play chess? To- I play chess. Am I good at chess? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I was playing with my uh, seven-year-old at the start of quarantine, but mm-hmm. I, I would, and I was like trying to like help him and like let him win, but then he would like get distracted and like uh, he, like then he got cocky and then it made me mad and then I would have to just like uh, beat him to teach him a lesson. Yeah, even though I started I, I off, relate. I was trying to throw it to him and then he pissed me off, so then I had to uh, then a- always beat him. How very Taryn Armstrong of you yes. to just squash well, a, a child in his in his. his I tried to. I, I was trying to give it away, but then he's like, like uh, he's being all like cocky, like he's gonna like watch TV and like multitask and beat me at chess. So I thought that the <laughs> lesson he needed to learn is that if he focuses, he'll win. But if he's gonna yeah. be like sort of like uh, like half in, half out, and think he can beat me, oh no. Yeah. Insert the like laugh track or whatever from Family Matters at the end of like the. <laughs> Once you've learned your lesson, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Better than woo, ethnic kiss. Speaking of Taryn Armstrong, we do have a uh, speak pipe message uh, that mentions Taryn, but I'll, we'll do one more Google quiz as Rob gets that ready. That's in the uh, the Streamyard chat. Okay, Rob. so let me hear. Let me... Um, the other Google, the other other Google question uh, they send is where to buy, and then you fill in the blank. So, what were people looking to buy in twenty masks? Where uh, yeah, face mask is number three. Yeah, where, <laughs> where to buy? Where to the buy? Oh, oh, okay. So, so we're auto completing that question. Correct. We're uh, going to auto complete this question. Uh, where, where to buy toilet paper? Yes. Yeah, Chappelle came up with number three. You came up with number two. Hmm, well, as long as you need that number two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now you are missing number one and then four and five. Where, where to, to buy, buy hand sanitizer? That's number five, Chappelle. All right. Um, hmm. Yeah. The family feud team that I like. Yeah, they're pretty good. I will say one and four are not pandemic related. Oh, okay. All right. Where to buy PlayStation 5? You got it. You got it. Number one. Locked in. There you go. That's pretty impressive. You're good at this game. Mm -hmm. What what was the other one? Uh, Xbox. Yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) And um, also, why makes me laugh only because number one for why is why were chainsaws invented? Hmm. A lot of people were thinking about that this year. Like how how is that like number two is coin shortage three is about George Floyd four is about the election five is about TikTok getting banned chainsaws like was that really the talk of the town I don't know yeah I don't know I don't know 
I don't know where uh, that came from. Uh, I also like where is. Uh, yep. Number one is where's my stimulus money. Yep. Number two is where's my refund. Yep. Uh, three hey. is where's Kansas City. That seems yeah. That what well, I'll tell you. I think that that was because of the Super Bowl that uh, after the Chiefs mm-hmm. won, uh, Trump ah. congratulated uh, Kansas for got it, uh, got the, it, got the it. win, the big win got from it. the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And then uh, where's Beirut? And uh, five is where's Shakira from? People keep wondering that. Did Shakira, Shakira? have a big twenty twenty? It's very Super Bowl yes. heavy uh, Googling. Very Super Bowl yeah. Heavy. yeah, so the biggest Google night of the year. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's, it's the biggest night of the year for wings, <laughs> chips, and Google. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and Shakira's Colombian for anybody who's wondering. Yeah. You know, That's like Col- main, one of the main facts everybody knows about her also. So I'm surprised people, so many that, people did not know that. Okay. The only fact that we know about Shakira, well, her hips don't lie as well. That too <laughs> has true. been Everyone proven. knows that. Yeah, didn't um, uh, I looked Mother up. Winslow say I something? Googled, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mother Winslow is disgusting. We talked about this. She doesn't have. <laughs> she should not she be said, talking uh, about this. Flip those hips is what she said. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, I looked it up. I googled, you know, basically why are people asking about where chainsaws are coming from? And it says a month ago, TikTok has everyone looking up why chainsaws were invented. And uh, oh my god, meme. So it's a TikTok. It's a TikTok meme uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. they got it to yeah. number one. That's pretty impressive for whoever. Uh, Whoever started that, Rob? Do we yeah, have? Uh, and it was November. Brittany's so it was even voicemail. It didn't even have all year to, to build up. Yeah, yeah. Voicemail from Brittany. Okay, here's mentions Brittany. Karen Armstrong. Oh, hey, Rob and Akiva. My name is Brittany. I'm calling from Orange County, California. Okay, Hope you're doing well. Um, so over Thanksgiving, I was at my parents' house, and my stepmom was watching this show called Ayana Fixes Your Life, and it was basically a bunch of people with train wrecks of lives and this lady gives them advice on how to fix it. And I thought that would be a funny, well, maybe not funny, but probably be an interesting podcast if Rob and Akiva fix the listeners' lives. Um, Listeners could submit their problems or their questions and they can be, you know, either super serious or kind of funny or mundane. We can run the gamut. And you would give them advice on how to fix their life. Uh, maybe you can have a guest from the community. Um, I think Taryn would be a good fit for this because Taryn often does a lot of Twitch streams where he answers a lot of people's questions about random things. And we love Taryn. And I would love to see or listen. Yeah, listen to Taryn and Akiva and Rob all on the same podcast. All right. Um, that's my idea. Um, all right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. I like, I like when people run into stuff to say. <laughs> on the, yeah. yeah. Like, um, and then, um, oh <laughs> well, people are not used to leaving us uh, voicemails. We don't get a lot, but they're always fun when we get them. Uh, you could leave mm-hmm. us voicemails at uh, com slash Renap VM is the link for that. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Chappelle, uh, Rob McKeever, Fix Your Life uh, with Taryn as the guest. Are you familiar with Ayanna Fix My Life? Are you familiar with the show? No. Yeah. She may have uh, messed her name up a little bit, but I am. Yeah, it's, it's, Ayanna is a, a lady who uh, gives these people advice. But what I found, and this is no shade to her, of course, is that she does a really good job of like coming down on like the why something is wrong with your life. Mm-hmm. But it seems to stop there. 
Mm-hmm. The fixing part yeah. is really where she kind yeah. of lacks. Like she's kind of like, your life is a train wreck, and this is why you hear those things, and you're like, yeah, you're right. And then you're like, well, what do I do, Yonlin? And she's like, Whew, we're out of time. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. so for me, you know, that show in and of itself is is fine. But I think, I think you guys are right. I think if people came, even if people came up with fake scenarios, I think it'd still be entertaining to listen to. Um, there's also um there's a Twitter account. Where people like sending like I don't know if they're embarrassing stories or like uh, just these very complicated stories, and the person no one ever responds to these stories. I mean, people like comment on them, but there's no like fix to this the, to the stories. And if I could find that Twitter account, you guys could probably just pull the stories directly mm-hmm. from there, and then you and Taryn and Akiva can talk it out. Yeah, I, I like that she's picking. First of all, Taryn has been on the show. He was on a mailbag uh, many mm-hmm. many episodes. Ago. Yes, uh, um, he, he was not familiar with the show, but he was on it one one time. He, yeah, he, he might not remember that he was on it, but he was mm-hmm. indeed once on the show. Yeah. Um. The uh and Yanla is really a Oprah mentee, right? I think Oprah Oprah was like really her. Did we talk about her, the Oprah coaching tree that uh, the that. Uh, mm-hmm. She was Belichickian in that uh, not a lot of uh, her protégés had had uh, well, Gail's a lot of success. Doing great. Gail's like the main person on a news network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amla's like doing very well. She's got her own show. I don't know who. No, the show's who over though. It's done. The, uh, Dr. Philip himself is an Oprah, yeah. you know, mentee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. The Oprah coaching trick. I mean, the truth is Oprah, like, it's, it, she kind of went away. You know, you don't, you see so little of Oprah compared to 15 years ago when like when her show was like towards the end mm-hmm. uh, Oprah kind of problematic and so she had to I think yeah Oprah had to disappear to kind of reinvent herself because people started to look back at the, first off the 90s were the dark ages like we let a lot of stuff slide in the 90s that we should not have let slide mm-hmm. and then there are things that happened in the 2000s that like as far as television goes that we kind of let slide um, look no further than Tyra Banks and everything that she's ever done on television and so I think like people like her and Oprah really had to kind of like go into hiding and let people forget about some of the things that they've done that's a little bit more problematic. I didn't know yeah, can you like can you educate us on that? What what did Oprah do? Oprah was one of those like one of those like big proponents of like the like, you know, stop and frisk. That sounds like a good idea. You mm-hmm. know, she's one of those like like, you know, like if you handle yourself better, the police will treat you better. And uh she was very much kind of Cosby-esque in the like pull up your pants so we can respect you type of yes. thing. Um and that stuff does doesn't play like it used to. Um, mm-hmm. that is like, oh, that was cute back then. You mm-hmm. know, it's Oprah also was good was good friends with our current president. And depending on who you ask, you know, other people, I believe uh, she has some ties to some Weinsteins. Uh, so, you know, Oprah had to step away How many from the spotlight. Are there? Yeah. Uh, listen, yeah, only one that matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. So, so she yeah, might need Ayanla's help herself. Right. Ayala probably told her to lay low. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Here's my advice yeah. for you. Um, I do think that there is something interesting there about Taryn of fixing, because I, I do feel like on the one hand, I feel like that Taryn is, uh, you know, ha- has all of uh, these, you know, he, he, I feel like he's able to think like three or four moves ahead and talk about like everything that's going on on the Big Brother live feeds. I think that uh, I've told him he should write a book about like, here's what I've learned about human nature from watching mm-hmm. Big Brother live feeds. And I think he has a lot of great ideas like that, but he's also known as being very robotic and not necessarily the person who is sort of like you would think that somebody who's giving advice would be somebody who would be very sensitive and touchy feely. Um, I think I think it could go either way. I, I like it. I think if he's up for it. I'm happy to. I'm happy to have Taryn. Yeah, we could start a thread this week. Uh, 
how can Rob and Akiva fix your life? I'm up for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny. And I think Taryn is a good, like you said, Rob, he's, he watches people more than anybody I know. I mean, Jesus, yeah. I watch those live feeds like he does. He just, he picks up so much. And, and Taryn, for him to be so quote unquote robotic, he really does get emotionally like attached to these people. Like he can, he can sympathize with them or at least he can pretend to. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, I think it'd be good. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like it. All right. Uh, is it called Robin and Akiva Fix My Life or Taryn Fix My Life? No. Uh, it could be, you know, it could be whoever's on the show. It could be Rob, Akiva, and Taryn. Or, it's or also, yeah, dependent on, I think we need to make sure that we have people who ha- want us to fix their lives. Yeah, so that, I wouldn't even yeah. put it on the wheel until I get some submissions, but yeah. I, will, I can make if you if you'd yeah, like right. if you have a problem you'd like us to have mm-hmm. uh, Taryn work on, then send us an email. Yeah. Need a podcast at robswebsite.com. Rob, Rob and Akiva fix my life. I yeah. think that's the good one. Yeah. Would you do you need us to fix your life, Chappelle? No, no, stay far away from my life. <laughs> okay, right, fine. Yeah. fair enough. Thank you. Yeah. My name is Chappelle. I have a quarterback. Last year he was great. This year, just okay. How can you help me, Robin? Akiva, Akiva I will give you a lot of credit. I, I listen to your takes on your podcast. Yeah. One of one of the three and a half that you do, and you when you talk about the Ravens, you are very uh accurate with a lot of my thoughts as well. Mm-hmm. Like they, yeah. they align. So whatever you have to say, I, I listen with a keen ear. Like I want them to disrespect okay. my team today so I could be upset. And never, I've not been upset yet. You guys well, I watch every, every, I watch every game with a bunch of Ravens fans. It's just me and Ravens fans. So I sort of have yeah. the inside scoop on how the Ravens fans are feeling right now. Right. And yeah, um, you're like, the fans are out. And I'm like, yeah, he's right. I mean, I'm not, but he's right. He's right. Yeah. The Ravens Twitter account posted a picture of uh, Lamar Jackson in a cotton field. Uh, yep. Uh, they thought it was funny to uh, kind of um, mimic uh, Taylor Swift's uh, Evermore album that recently mm-hmm. was released. And yeah. uh, one of my Twitter followers, I believe, is currently still going viral for responding and saying, I know you didn't put my quarterback in a cotton field. Yeah, the fan base has a lot to laugh about these days. But uh, yeah, I think uh, you don't have to worry about fixing that. You guys have your own fan. Yeah, we have our own Lamar Jackson, and we could not be more happy with him. Yeah, or at least right. something of that nature. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Rob, we got a lot of emails this week from high schoolers because last week we, we, did? we had, had some. Well, yeah, because last week, if you remember, we had a, we had a lot of high schoolers ask if we could sort of help them out. Uh, and uh, so basically, like the idea was, we would mentor a high schooler. We had a bunch of. High school, college guidance teachers, counselors, sort of right in two. Yeah. Um, but one I wanted to highlight is um, a guy named Neil said, hey, can Robin Akiva pick my elective class for senior year of high school? Mm-hmm. So he, uh, he's, does he have any interest? Did he give any background? Yeah. So he said uh, he, he, he said he asked us last week. We said, we'll do We'll make a wheel for him. So he sent in his classes. Uh, and I don't know if it should be a wheel. I don't know if Chappelle should choose for him. I don't know how we should do this. Yeah. But the By the way, I have to say yeah. that w- with all due respect to our high school listener, I, this is very low stakes and I am very uninterested in uh, <laughs> deciding uh, like what elective somebody that we don't okay, even know who so it is Chappelle is going to take. Do right now and then we're going to move on. Okay. AP yeah, let's keep this, keep this bit short. Okay. okay. AP Psych, yearbook, crime science. Rob, why do you answer an email during this? We'll be done in 20 seconds. Crime science, sociology, film studies, or American law. Yeah, these sound horrible. Uh, what's his name? This guy's name Neil? is Neil. Let's the see. world's youngest Neil. I feel like every yeah. other Neil is at least 50, and this guy's in high school. <laughs> yeah, you have to, and then you have to grow up to be like an astronaut or something. It's, it's a hard name to live up to. That's why we don't give it out that much. Um, Neil, what is, these are like to suck. Um, don't, definitely mm-hmm. not yearbook. Here's the thing. If you have at, at any time done school from the comfort of your couch, 
then I think the yearbook is going to be a very boring thing to do. Bad year because for the a lot of you guys. Yeah, it's not a great year for the yearbook. A lot of Zoom screenshots. You do not want those That's problems. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't do that. So I can eliminate that. Did you say AP Psych, sir? That's not an elective. That's a college class. Take take life seriously, yeah. mm-hmm. Neil. If you're going to be an astronaut one day, you might need to take psychology. So I don't think that's an elective. I what think was you the crime one? Class. Yeah, criminal uh, law, crime science. Crime. They, didn't, they didn't offer any of these in my high school. Yeah, crime maybe you can listen to some true crime podcasts. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to take that. You don't need to take that class. You could just listen to, you know, Robin Akiva, uh, that Law and Order episode. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, Chappelle, just pick one, it. and then let's uh, move yeah. on. What What else was there? Give me the rundown again. We, but we, film, we've eliminated film studies. What about film studies? Sociology. Sure. Film I'm studies. Saying, you get like, to watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. Do film studies. You could do it okay. from home. Yeah. Kid, real. Yeah. Rob's yeah. least favorite minute in the history well, of the show. It was way, boring when I was in high school. I've got to, I got to pick true. out what really am I going to take. Yeah, Rob's uh, education. AP mm-hmm. Psych, my AP, I, we had to like sign this deal to take AP Psych. Yeah. I mean, let's figure out what Chappelle's next degree should be. Yeah, you have a lot of degrees? A couple. What are your degrees? And I thought you were maybe an education or a teacher. I can't really tell. I only know from yeah. social media. Yeah, I think it's, I you, you have that. what yearbook, right? Yeah, you that's my, my yearbook <laughs> management. Well, my, my, my concentration was yearbook management. Thank you. Um, yeah, we don't have to get into the Chappelle degrees of it all. I just, I, I just out here having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my uh, long story short, my AP psych teacher, I, we, me and a few of my friends walked out of the AP. Because we didn't study for it. We were just in the class for, uh, because then we could play poker fourth period. And then um, she uh, started hysterical crying when she saw us leaving the class. Uh, it was a frequent occurrence. She you just liked to cry a lot. Your anyway, te- you oh, made your yeah. teacher cry a lot? A lot. Well, she was a big crier. Our, our AP mm-hmm. psych teacher, she was like a very tiny lady. She was like maybe 30 years old. Uh, very nice, but we would frequently make her cry. Yes. Um, wow. Oh my God. It was it was an interesting class. The uh, real uh, this, turn from Akiva on this podcast. No, I mean I didn't really do anything wrong. I just uh, I couldn't take the test. Also, you, if you didn't take the test, it was like you got like sixty or the seventy five dollars back from the AP. I was going to take the test and get a zero on it. So I <laughs> I left the room with with my friend Eric, and she saw us, and she you started could fold crying. right before the test. If you don't take it, you get you got like I don't think we ever got our money back. I think the school was so mad they like didn't mm-hmm. help us out or something. But yes, you could get. Your money back and i'm sorry to the professor that we made her cry yeah i, and, uh, I slept through that one. same exact exam when i did my ap exam for psychology i went to sleep because i didn't know i like read the first question was like yeah why am i here and mm-hmm. um and then um i don't i didn't sleep on purpose but i remember reading the first question and thinking like what am i doing here and then I heard money, it, it's like a hundred yeah, bucks well, probably by the time you took no it. no no when you're poor they give you vouchers for that kind of stuff and so like, i didn't pay for it um but then like I heard the woman walk by and go like 15 minutes and I woke up like, Oh God. And like, like and then like flip to the back and then just started like, but like, like skimming and trying to A-B-C-D. find the answers. That I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Ab- you got to do, listen, Neil, if you're still listening, abacadabra, <laughs> yeah. you do abacadabra, you good. Just make sure you throw in more seeds. That's how we got all degree. That be you just mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how, that's how I got the fourth and fifth degree is abacadabra. <laughs> All right, Rob hates the education talk, Chappelle. So we'll he move hates on. Education, yeah. Um, right. But you know, what he doesn't hate uh, the Latanya and the post show recaps Discord, and they sent us an idea. Yeah, I'm obsessed with Latanya. By the way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's great. Um, yeah. So uh, this came, this comes to us. I don't even know this. Jessica Sterling must have put this in herself because I've never seen this idea, and it's in yeah. my mailbag. And it's, it's so it, the, this must have come up in the post show recaps Discord, and I'm going to read it yeah. straight. Okay, after having never seen it. Yeah, I've heard. Um, I've heard this idea. 
Okay, fine. Rob and Akiva receive a challenge. It's a pitch. The PSR team debates the Renap team in a no-holds-barred multi-round mini-debate tournament. The proposed debate format. Moderators either one or three, so there are no split votes. We debate in two-person teams, so it's Robin Akiva versus Antonio and Latanya. Winner of each round phase a new opponent. Last team standing wins yeah, it all. How so is like, this even a, a fair fight? That uh, yeah, you know, Ryan, Antonio and Latanya would demolish us. Yeah, That's insane. They literally it, know everything. It was yeah. a pillow fight between me and Akiva. Vader. Now we're going to team yeah. up and then yeah. uh, d- debate Latanya and Antonio? Yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah, no, absolutely not. Latanya, I hear I see you trying to embarrass these two men. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. What <laughs> what we do? Tournament with, uh, right. with LeBron. I know, this yeah, is crazy. Like, you, they know the two of them know everything. Mm-hmm. And like, he's not talking well, about worst, Robin Akiva. Right. Yeah, the no. worst <laughs> thing they could do, like at this point, is like add Jessica Lease and then the rest of you you just have to retire and just hand over the podcast. Do at we that have point. Jessica Lease at least? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if y'all can no get Jessica Lease, that might that might balance it out. It'll be tough. Well, how mm-hmm. about this? Yeah. First of all, like it's one problem with the idea. So the winner of each round face a new opponent. So Robin and Kiva are in the first round. We lose. And then we're just off the podcast for an hour. Like, we're not there. It's like, it's the Antonio and Latanya show. Like, what does that do for us? I mean, I guess we could take a break. Go have, go have some coffee. But like, I don't know. That doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. Yeah. They got to punch it up. Punch up that idea. Yeah, Come I back need, with something better. Precise. Yeah. I, I like... <laughs> We just did a debate. I'm not against like ever doing a debate again, but we did just do it uh, against each other. Like maybe there is a format me and Rob take on people, but it would be like ringers who are terrible. Not like we're not going straight to the top. You know what I mean? Like let us get a few wins in under our belt and then we could worry about Mm -hmm. taking on. Now, what if like Rob and Akiva get to pick the judges and it's us against Antonio and Latanya? Like that maybe we're talking. Uh, Yeah. Or like if y'all were different. Or if y'all were debating something that was specific to you two that they wouldn't sure. be able to keep up with, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, like if it's like Robin Akiva are debating Latanya and Antonio about like Big Brother, <laughs> yeah. then or like, like you, the, you guys at the edge. Like the usage of the yeah. Mets bullpen. Right. right. The 1991 Jets. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, I think you guys have no an Brian, edge. Maybe. Right, but yeah. um, no, no. That st- um, let me speak into the mic when I say no. That mm-hmm. was bad. That was a bad idea. Also, AJ needs to be the the moderator mm-hmm. again. Yeah, yeah. If y'all do yeah, this, he just, has to be on. Or I won't yeah. listen. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> this is a, a season three. By the way, seven when ideas. I heard that pitch, I said that was the same exact answer that I said of like, Absolutely like how is this fair? Yeah, Where, where's the gong? Did we not inco- <laughs> incorporate the gong? This Wait, is the perfect. The we haven't heard the gong in a while. Okay. This I think is the gong. Bring the gong. Yeah. yeah, you got you, know, you got gone. Both, both lovely least. individuals, but mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also would like to pitch episodes where I just come on and demolish people. Mm-hmm. In what? Among <laughs> like, us? Uh, what would you? What would like, you demolish? Well, I don't, I'm not so good at among us. Like mm-hmm. stump the Schwab. Is it a Schwab? Schab? Yeah, stump the Schwab. Yeah, stump the Schwab, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a Kiva, and they ask a Kiva like questions that are very specific to like um, Orthodox uh, Judaism and uh, yeah. the Jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. The big uh, Schwab, big big Survivor fan. Oh, stump I didn't know Schwab. That. Yeah, he's I a bit. Well, I once did like a Survivor Q and A for him for some website. Really? Mm-hmm. You think you uh, can get a, Schwab on the show? When you say I did uh, a Survivor Q and A for him for some website, him. what does that mean? Yeah, correct. My friend had a um, like a, a new website where they were. It was basically it, it, it's basically like a widget of discussions. I think I showed it to you in like 2014. Okay, and um, basically like they have a like a, a tool that brings in discussion. So different 
page, like educational things and whatever would, would, would have it. So they were just doing test conversations. So they asked me to get a bunch of survivor related guests for, um, conversation. So I got like Colin from Dom and Colin and then I got the Schwab and we got Taj, uh, uh, Eddie, Eddie, uh, Eddie George's wife. Although yeah. we had, I think I ended up canceling on her. That never happened. But, um, yeah. So I had the Schwab. The Schwab was a huge casual. He kept spelling Cochran's name wrong. He really had no good takes, so uh, I, I cut that one short. He, Schwab did not bring a lot to the table about Survivor, but it was in his Twitter bio. Like, I love Survivor and the Young and the Restless, or Bold and the Beautiful. Or something. Okay. Okay. So, like, payroll. Yeah. yeah. You're on CBS Payroll. Um, do you think you could get him on the show? Like, if you this? told him, yeah, if you told him, this is Boston Rob and Akiva need a podcast. <laughs> right. And, like, because hey, he's a casual. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he would, like, oh, yeah, come on and you can stump me or something? Uh, he ghosted me on a on a thirty two fans idea oh. a couple of years ago. Ooh, so this is our ops. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's not an ops. Like he doesn't need. No, it's I, I think Schwab. Um, like to get serious for a second, he got fired from ESPN. Like right after his wife, who I believe had lifelong health issues that he really took care of, passed. So he had like a very tough couple of years. And I think he lives. Uh, by the way, no, a lot of people listening don't know the Schwab. The Schwab is like the world's biggest uh, like sports expert who had his own trivia show, but was. Mm-hmm. It's like a behind the scenes ESPN sports trivia like maniac. Um, I believe he like lives with Dickie V now. He's like Dickie V's like uh, right hand man basically in Tampa Bay. Okay, that's where the Schwab. So what, you, so what you're saying is he's available. Mm-hmm. He's, I, I, I could try the Schwab again if we have an idea for the Schwab, but I, I think that's a little bit more of a 32 fans idea. I don't know okay. how we could use the Schwab here. Uh, and again, he he did not respond to my last couple teams. Um, season three, episode seven, Rob. There's an open spot, and Taryn with a Y, not Taryn Armstrong. Yeah. Says, what about season three, episode seven of Bar Rescue? We're gonna do season three, episode uh, seven of Bar Rescue. Why? I mean, are you a, not a Taffer fan? Like everyone loves John Taffer. Like, He's the uh, best. Kathy Taffy. <laughs> uh, I don't care uh, about Bar Rescue. Okay. Um, Look, bars have a lot John of Taffer problems right great. now. Uh, like uh, they they need more than Bar Rescue. Mm-hmm. Who's the chef on that season? Is it Tiffany Derry? You know, Tiffany Dairy. Are you a big uh, bar rescue fan? No, I'm a big Tiffany Dairy fan. She uh she was from uh Top Chef, one of the early seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh she ended up going on Top Chef All Stars. Um, but she's a Texas uh chef. And I think she was on a season of Bar Rescue or two. She was the 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 food consultant, you know, whenever they go in and talk about the, the restaurant portion of the bar. And so I was just wondering if she was on that season. But um no, if Rob Rob doesn't care about this show, there's no point. I don't care about the show. I mean, am I am I missing something, Akiva? It's a fun show. I love Taffer. I feel like he's such a good character. Uh, I think there's meat on the bone there, but uh, it, I'm not sad that you said no. I'm not. I'm not the person who pitched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you rather do Bar Rescue or like Hell's Kitchen? Because we talked about Gordon Ramsay before, and he's got to be. Yeah. I mean, this is mm-hmm. an entertainment. Like anytime you what put him you on, be the screen, guest you're gonna have on. What would you about. be the guest on, Chappelle? I talk about anything with Gordon Ramsay. I mean, because mm-hmm. he called, didn't he call Julie Chin an idiot sandwich? <laughs> yes, it, mm-hmm. it, but, yeah. that, but I think that was part of a skit. I don't think it was uh, like yeah. he, like earnestly called her an idiot sandwich. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't call her that. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, mm-hmm. he's probably called somebody on that show an idiot sandwich, right? Yeah, um, I, I'd show up for that. Okay, I'd show up for that. It's not bad. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Bar Rescue. I feel like the, is there nostalgia for Bar Rescue? Like, who's pumped up it's for season three, popular. episode seven Everyone, of Bar Rescue? Popular. Everyone, you're underrating how many Taffer stands. Then let there. me be. Let that be my sin that I underrated Bar <laughs> Rescue. <laughs> oh man, you're gonna. The DMs are gonna be flooded. No, not I'm one starting, I'm starting the thread not right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we got an update from Fourth Wheel Ben, who's working with Fifth Wheel Navi on that cameo idea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, get Waldo or Aldo Faldo. Yeah, they could. They they could definitely get him. Um, the the um, they said they've been DMing celebrities. Part of that idea was they would ask uh, celebs question on cameo.com and and then we'd have a game around the answers. But the other thing was that they would DM a lot of celebrities and we'd guess who answered and what they answered to their questions. So just an update from Ben. He says he's been snubbed from everyone from Timothy Chalamet and Dave Matthews to Billy Joel and Fred Van Fleet. You're no shooting. Response. You're aiming too high, Ben. Yeah. You're okay. aiming too Dave high. Dave no Matthews? Where do you get yeah. off? Yeah. How dare you, Dave Matthews? Yeah. The hell? yeah. Answer oh, marching ben. through his DM. I'm about to it's march so... through his DMs. <laughs> Dave Matthews? How dare you? Yeah, I bet he's a lot of Matthews. The, the no response from Whoopi says cut the deepest. I will say, uh, Rob uh, and I are on the same page here. I, I emailed back Ben and Navi and said, you gotta, you gotta aim a little lower. Yeah. Okay, so when you uh, say low... Start with Timothy Reginald that, Vell Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Reginald, yeah. yeah. Go with uh, unverified celebs. No. People, maybe Renap-centric people who... <laughs> I would say under 100,000 followers is like... I mean, you could try. It, it costs nothing if somebody has open DMs to try. Mm-hmm. But you should not expect to have anybody with, with over 100,000 followers to respond to. That's yeah. my prediction. Here, there's an so, actor named Sean Harrison. Say, just slide into his Waldo, DMs and Waldo. say... No, don't call him that. Say, uh, yeah, hello, Sean. Boom. He'll be <laughs> right you back in 10 seconds. Wait, and then also... And then make make sure something you... other than Family Matters, right? Big fan of like... And then make, yeah, make sure like some like, other... I, lo- I loved you on Moesha. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was great seeing you in Legion of Super of Superheroes <laughs> yes. which premiered in the fall of 2006. <laughs> yes. The, the voice of Timberwolf. Mm-hmm. Weren't you on yeah. uh, <laughs> Dynasty? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's with Linda Evans. No, it's <laughs> no, <way>. new one. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, what? Oh, what about? Um, oh, remember you in the nineteen eighty six video? I like to sing the world to sing in the role of Mike. Yeah. Wow. He's been around. Yeah. He's been around for a minute. Yeah. Waldo Geraldo. Eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. He he was peaches on girlfriends. So. Yeah. Okay. His birthday's <laughs> coming up, December twenty eighth. Slide in. Happy birthday. Boom. Yes, that's your in. Happy birthday, Mister Harrison. Yeah. I loved you in. Uh, dynasty. Yeah, would mm-hmm. you like I mean, to come on Renap? In all seriousness, Ben, w- why do we have to th- think of these things for you? Would it, oh, how, no. are you how are you a fourth Lord wheel? Hard on Ben. Yeah. How, yeah. How, how are you the fourth wheel if we have to like uh, completely like uh, tell you how to do <laughs> this job? As the unofficial eighth wheel, so the fourth yes. wheel is the second car. <laughs> I I support you, Ben, and I wish you the best of luck. And if you need any ideas, I will help you with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Slide into Chappelle's yeah. DMs, but that does not count as a celebrity. He's a Renap celebrity. But, yeah, thank you. Um, so I've heard. He also, he also said, uh, he said, can we have a three hundred thirty dollars budget for the cameos? And that him and him and Navi want to like pitch in a lot of money. I don't know about this. I don't think three hundred thirty dollars budget. Well, they want I'll, they want to like they want to they want to like pitch in a bunch of that money. I don't want them spending money though. If they're willing to contribute, I'll contribute. They mm-hmm. can put, put me in for a third of whatever y'all decide to buy. Now, no, yes, I don't want our guests. Yeah, we, we said show. we would pay for it, but I don't know why they need to spend three hundred thirty dollars. Oh, I think their pitch was that with like we were being too cheap, and there was and there's <laughs> oh, not enough. Oh, they, so they called they're us like, cheap first. <laughs> they didn't so, say cheap, so but they yeah, they didn't call us cheap. They literally offered to to each put pitch in a hundred or hundred something bucks. But I, mm-hmm. I, um, I, their point was that in the five and ten dollar aisle on Cameo, there's very little. I just googled Cameo. 
Brian Baumgartner, who's uh, what's his name, Kevin on The Office, yeah, made, made a million, million dollars, dollars yeah. on Cameo this year. Is that like yeah. a News AF editor? That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. That's just 2020. Million dollars this year per the CEO of Cameo. That 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 I mean, he he charges I think two not one ninety five or two twenty five somewhere in that range. Yeah, that makes sense. Has, a million did he dollars. ever make a million dollars a year on The Office? No, right? I mean, they probably do nicely in syndication if he's in the opening credits, which he probably is the last yeah. couple seasons. Okay. I mean, I was literally an extra, I think, at the beginning of that so show. So old and busted <laughs> podcast about the show, new hotness, just go on Cameo. Hey, there you Wild. go. Wild. Yeah. That's crazy. There you go. I have a, I have an idea yes, for Robin Akiva. Please. Um, what if we did Robin Akiva have the best week ever? I, I remember it. that show on VH1. Yes, yes. And mm-hmm. so uh so throughout the week, they're like crazy. Crazy things that happen in television. I remember vividly an episode of Best Week Ever where there was that lady from like Wife Swap who was yelling about gargoyles. Like it was mm-hmm. like the, the Demon yeah. Slayer lady. Okay. Yeah. Like you compile a list of like the uh, hot topics from television and, and news, kind of like news, news AF a little bit, mm-hmm. but more, more, more TV centric. The goofy moments from The Bachelor, yeah. the goofy moments from this, that, and other. And then at the, y'all talk about it and then y'all say who has the best week ever because you we record this on the weekend. So that gives you seven yeah. days to compile. And people can, and the listeners can send you those things in so you don't have to do the work. Yeah. Are we attempting to sort of like recapture the format of that show, which was sort of like a, I love the 70s, 80s, 90s, like weekly version where uh, like there's some sort of like uh, maybe a presenter talking about setting up the clips from the week. And then we're like sort of like saying like quippy things about the things that happen. Uh. I mean, you could do it that format, but that'd probably be more work or on it, you guys. It be, or it's more like basically you're saying it's like structured banter about the week that went by. We're not trying to recreate mm-hmm. the format of that show. Right. Well, because the, the format of that show, you would have like panelists, right? Like, let's go to Navi about her take about, you know, um, mm-hmm. the aliens or whatever. And then we go to me for my little two two word joke or whatever. But I think you should probably do more like the soup format where you play the clip, comment on the clip, mm-hmm. play the clip comment on the clip blah blah but still lead up to this person is having the best week ever and then give us the rundown of why um i think that probably that give us a good episode i think so for instance and you can use me for that if you yeah. want to all right so for instance this week uh taylor swift had uh, announced that she has a new album coming out this week and then we're going to talk about that for a couple of minutes Right, but funny stuff, you know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if you have any good examples of maybe the fact that the Baltimore Ravens thought it'd be funny to put my quarterback in, uh, in a cotton field. Mm-hmm. You know? probably would pass on that story, but yeah. I would say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what yeah, well, yeah. I'd say it. So, yeah. we're, so we're sort of looking for maybe the, so it's not sort of like the, the headlines, it's sort of like, uh, like you said, like News AF, but of the entertainment world of like the, yeah. like the weird stuff of like, uh, Nick Cage is uh, going to be doing. Oh, well, he's doing something weird, right? What is he doing? He's like, he, uh, isn't he always? Yeah, he's doing like a show that's all about like his favorite obscenities, right? And then like, or like, I saw that Disney uh, just released their like ten. What is it? Ten Star yeah. Wars related, yeah, whatever. Akiva, was there one thing that you saw that Disney announced they're going to do that you'd be interested in watching? Well, you know, I'm a big Toy Story guy. I love watching Toy oh, Story light, with my Lightyear. Kid. So I think Lightyear's interesting. I didn't really read much about what it's going to be, but that's up there. But yeah, I don't I don't do the Star Wars stuff, the Marvel, DC, whatever their whatever their IP is. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't watch any of that. So it was pretty limited on my end. Um I'm more interested in like Space Jam 2, the mm-hmm. WB that's stuff. HBO Max, was, yeah. 
Um, so HBO Max, yeah, and also the Sopranos one that's coming out soon. That yeah. should be interesting. Yeah, Nick Cage: History of Swear Words uh, is coming January fifth to Netflix. Was announced. See, so uh, I yeah. mean, I think that that'd be fun. What would we call it? Entertainment AF. No, I don't think Robin and Kiva have the best week ever. Okay. You know, because it's just for okay. that week. It's just for that week. Because um, I saw the Star Wars announcement or whatever, and I, I'm a little dyslexic, but like selectively. And so I thought it said like uh, one of the shows was called, and I and I did this in, in front of people, but I thought it said The Bad Bitch was coming out. It's The Bad Batch. Bad Batch. Yeah. Okay. But see, I think that would that would play well on something and like that. And you'll help us though, like, curate the list? I'll help you curate the list. I'll come okay. on. We can talk about okay. it. We, the three of us can probably have play to with do a little editing, it sounds like, for that. No, no? I don't like think so. Like, no, I don't think so. You don't have to put any clips? No, if we have the clips, it's like, all right, here's the trailer for this thing. We might play okay, the trailer. Fine. Yeah, I'm just the absurdities of the week. I okay. Think. All right. Yeah. Let's, and then, of course, put it on a wheel, and then we'll see if it ever comes up. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. Look, if 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 it's a good guest, the 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 concept doesn't need to be uh, completely fleshed out. I'm I'm willing to you know roll the dice. Am I a good guest? Yeah, you're talking. a great guest. You're a great yeah, guest. Okay. Well, well, yeah. So Akiva, when that comes up on the wheel, of course, you just post one of your polls or whatever, and then people can yeah. submit their own from the Is week. Who else? A good guest. Oh, that's not Put it on the census. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't okay, do that because the moment people the are like, no, he's What's just so poll? so. No, I mean just like at the when when that comes up on the wheel, we need we're gonna need our talking points for the week, and so people mm-hmm. can be on the lookout for those things. And as the week goes on, they uh-huh. can okay, yeah, I can make a, fo- a form. Yeah, I can make a form for yeah, that, a so. form. And then when people come up with something, they're like, oh, we'll talk about this, and then we can just touch on it really quickly. Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. Are we I'm, coming I'm away with the winner of the week? Yeah, who yeah, won the we week? gotta give somebody the best week ever. Uh, okay. I believe the best the best week ever, season three, episode seven of the best week ever. The best per- the person having the best week ever was Martha Stewart. Oh, okay. I'm assuming she had just got out of jail. Got out of jail. She jail. Had that sh- yeah. She had that show. Or she was doing the show with Snoop Dogg. Um, she had the ankle monitor on, but I mean, she was out of jail, which is, you know, contrary to her being in jail. So that that's a pretty good week, if you ask me. Okay. Yeah. Although her jail seemed pretty cushy, Martha Stewart's jail. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, we've all been in Martha Stewart's jail because of COVID. We've all been at home. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> should, oh, speaking of PR firm, like, uh, should they uh, be branding a lockdown as Martha Stewart's jail? <laughs> I, I think so. Like, like, like live life like Martha Stewart for an, an indefinite amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The COVID experience. <laughs> so that's a good way to rebrand it. Yeah. I wonder what Mar- how Martha's been doing during the pandemic. This seems like it should be right at home. Yeah. But I, yeah. <laughs> okay, Akiva. Anything else? No, I think it's time to spin the a- wheel. Anything else, no- Aki? Oh boy. Um, uh, we. I think it's time to spin the wheel. Unless Chappelle's got anything else, or you have anything else, uh, let's save some stuff for next week. No, okay. I just came up with that on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Season three, episode seven is ineligible for next week. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Okay. Uh, we have the coin flip. We have the crappy movie diaper. We have the People's Choice. The Price is Right. You are a Shark Week. Spinoffs are trash. Robin Akiva invented a game show uh, that is in quicksand. Chappelle, do you want to weigh in on the quicksand controversy? Did you like it or don't like it? I like it because any anything that makes the wheel like like interesting, I'm yeah. fine with. And so the fact that this is like limited, like it's going to explode and go away forever. And I think it's not even forever, right? For like eight months, six months, um, I thought. Yeah, yeah, months, correct, yeah. correct. Something so, like that. 
So I'm okay with it. I'm I'm fine with it going away forever. I mm-hmm. like to raise the stakes. Yeah. But it, you know, but people are people are touchy about their about their ideas. Yeah. Uh so I don't mind. But I like it. I like okay. the idea that we have like a limited amount of time. Renap X is on the wheel. The sequel yeah. mechanism is on the wheel. Uh match game. HGTV shows are trash. That should be in quicksand. Oh, <laughs> but you want to do Bar Rescue? Do I? He okay. wants to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, is that the same idea? I mean, I've never watched Bar Rescue. It doesn't doesn't appeal it's to me. It's much different. No, Bar Rescue is yeah. one. It is like a, an hour long show where he fixes a bar. I think you would like. Like, it. what's you, wrong you with the bar? Where it's like, uh, like, oh, we have no business. Yeah, it's like, have you, have you considered Dollar Tequila Night? Like, no, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I think you're, you're right, right on, off of it. Amber right. is an electric TV personality, Rob. Yeah. The thing is, you're right on like the the concept of the show, right? Like yeah. it is like this is this bar has like the this grandma's couches stinks. in there. And it's got, yeah, it's got the plastic seat covers on it. It's old. It's, you know, it's, it's like uh, they're still serving old, you know, old timey drinks, like old fashioned. Right. Yeah. In the kitchen, like they literally just have like a bowl of peanuts. So they bring in like a professional chef and, and John Taffer yells at them a lot. Um, and then they like they put it down. It yeah, mm-hmm. they punch it up. They come in and they fix it. It's kind of like a little like extreme makeover bar edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. But Taffer yeah. is a better mm-hmm. is a, is a more electric personality. Yeah, there's like a YouTube yeah. clip I could watch, but it doesn't sound Just, like something I'd be interested in. He's Gordon Ramsay esque. Yeah. yeah, he's a little bit Gordon Ramsay like. Yeah, it's but the same old. Okay. Uh, we have uh, <laughs> Robin Keefe get trekked. Chappelle, you like that okay. one, right? Oh, I love that one, <laughs> Mando. Uh, but I mean, speaking Wars, of the Star maybe? Wars holiday special, which now that is up to seven spots on the wheel for the Star Wars holiday special. I, I also think we said, and correct me if I'm wrong, because next week is the is the last week before the holidays. Yes. Um, that if it doesn't, if the wheel right now does not spin to Star Wars holiday special, though we do have vetoes if you want to use them. Mm-hmm. Then the the week after this, so Renap, what would be Renap one thirteen? We're going to take a break from the numbers, and that's automatically a mailbagless Star Wars holiday special. Is that correct? Is that what we decided? Yeah, I believe so. I think that that would be fitting. Okay. Yes. Okay. Chappelle looks so like uh, that he is not not thrilled with that decision. <laughs> oh, okay, so my issue is that we did, what, one episode of Rob teaches Akiva about Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did that once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we only covered, what, one movie? Three I movies, yeah. Three, three movies. We covered the first three. Is the holiday special next chronologically? So the Star Wars holiday special came out in 1977 following the success of the original Star Wars film. So uh, it is not like a, a new thing. It was like it came out after the first movie. So like it, we have covered the source material that would be necessary yeah. to understand the Star Wars holiday okay. special. Right, should right, we, right. Should that, but is that fair? Should we allow it to have a automatic spot without the wheel? Like if it doesn't win, no. should we need to use vetoes? Do you know what I mean, Rob? Does that episode have to have to happen? No. Let's see what comes up on the wheel. Let's see what comes up. Yeah, let's see what happens on the wheel. But also, I I want to appeal to to Aisha. This is completely unconstitutional, and I won't stand for it. So Mm -hmm. I I think you're probably right. Yeah, I won't stand for it. So there you go. Okay. (laughs) Then we have uh, AITA is on the wheel. And Gen Mm -hmm. Z shows are trash. Best week ever is on the wheel, but not eligible for next week's show all right mm-hmm. let's let's launch this wheel for potentially episode 
112. Uh, this wheel is stacked right now. Let's see. Huge wheel. What, let's see what comes up. All right. Uh, wheel spin for episode 112. Yeah, seven spots used to be half the wheel. Now it's like this week, it's like a quarter of the wheel. Okay. All right. Akiva, what has come up is the people's choice. Oh my God. God I'm so God damn it. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So, Chappelle, you mean- didn't have plans tonight, did you? Now, well, yeah, but uh, but I'm okay. good for the, the 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 convoluted people's choice. Okay. Spin. Now you'd have to assume that the Star Wars Howdy special you would is going to come so. up at some point. Okay, and then and then I kind of feel like that that is in the hands of the audience that should. How about this? What if it if yeah. it doesn't come up as one of the three? Should it be there as a fourth choice? Oh, I, that's like I, I really like. We're almost, there's going to be people seceding from Renap now. The, the, the Constitution is, is meaningless. Let them leave. If I, they want to leave over that, they can leave. <laughs> All over Texas. Yeah. I mean, from... it is a, it's egregious. I'm not going to lie. This is, this mm-hmm. is a big... Yeah, I was doing some, some, some because back Because the, al- the alternative was that we were just going to make next week's episode be it anyway, and you weren't going to have a say in it. So mm-hmm. at least let the audience decide if the, if the fourth choice should be the non-canonical. I don't know. What, what would Curtis be the problem Morrison with that? We were going to do it anyway. We were going to do it anyway. People will be. Yeah. It, it should not be a fourth option on the wheel. Better to make do it, it. Make it an option on the on the on the. Poll. I don't think it should. Listen, what's your argument against this? Ever. What's your argument against this? Yeah. That, oh, oh, I'm Akiva. I am beholden right to now. the Constitution. I'm the guy, the same guy who didn't even want a Constitution. Now I carry a copy of it in my pocket. That's right. I have it memorized. Mm-hmm. Hey, C- Curtis Morrison just threw his phone out of the window. So I hope you're happy. No question. Curtis, right now, I hope you're happy. He's, he's, he's heading for the Canadian border right now. Okay. I'm going to tweet him right now and be like, Sir, I tried. You don't, I yeah, tried. You don't even know what's happening. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's spin number one for the people's Let's choice. Let's do it. Oh, I hope now that Star Wars comes up as a spin because Me too. This will, there's a lot of tomfoolery happening. Okay. Uh, it's the coin Manning. flip. The coin flip. Oh, jeez. This is bullshit. Okay. Do <laughs> <Okay>. you <laughs> have a coin? I don't have a coin on me. Chappelle, you have a coin? Uh, oh, we need, I, we need I, that. I, I used to have that DVD that was over here. Yeah, but Chappelle has, the, Chappelle's, I think, uh, You have plenty of money. I have a coaster. Yeah, I, got a coin, I got a coin flip generator. A coin it's, flip you know. generator? Okay. Yeah. Rob, I got you want heads or tails okay. on the generator. So the coin flip is that, that then you, you or I get to pick. Correct. Okay. Can can Whoever we reserve our pick for after the other things are selected? Yes, correct. Yes, I think that is fair. I okay. think that's fair. Yeah. All right. So, so heads or tails? You want to call it? Uh, heads. All right. It's flipping, and it's heads. Okay. Okay. I will. I will pick that third. So let's spin two more things, okay. and then and then I can pick. Should in the poll. Mm-hmm. Is whatever you pick in parentheses Akiva's choice? I don't think no. there will be room for that. Okay. I can mention it in the tweet, but there's no room in well, the poll. Well, people that listen to the podcast will know, but you won't put yeah. weight it by there's saying 25, Akiva's choice. 20, okay. Yeah, there's 25 uh, characters only. I won't have room okay. for that. Is coin flip eligible to come up again? I think so. Okay. I Chappelle, so any thoughts on that? I think so. Okay. Yeah, why not? Okay. All right. Spin number two. The people's choice. I just hope the Star Wars thing comes up and gets smoked. 
Gen Z shows are trash. Okay. Jason Kurtz. Now, could we, if we really wanted to, and it would be a silly use of a veto, could we veto one of these three? That would be, you're like vetoing a third of an episode, right? Mm-hmm. Not um, that I want to veto this. I'm just curious. I guess you could. I, I would you, you, you could veto Akiva's choice also if you really I want to. I must say, y'all both have y'all's veto, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah only a couple weeks left to use it. What, yeah. what the hell are y'all holding on for, for? Like, we got like, Three days left. Like mm-hmm. last year, we each vetoed Eddie in December, which was insane. That was one of our favorite episodes. Especially mm-hmm. because we're, we're whoopee stands, and I was yeah. pissed when y'all vetoed Eddie. By the way, for the record, okay, yeah, we 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 weren't ready for Eddie. By the time we yeah. got to Eddie, we were ready. Okay, as all right. Stands. Spin number three. Okay. It is the Star Wars holiday special, so oh, okay. probability. Oh, okay. All did right. work out in our favor. All right, so we have Gen Z shows are trash. Star mm-hmm. Wars holiday special. Yeah. Which I just mm-hmm. want to let you know that if we don't do it, it doesn't go away. We'll just be doing the Star Wars holiday special in February. Why? Who's saying that? Well, are, are, you, are you saying take it off the wheel then? I think, well, how about this? If it loses, it, then it doesn't, it, if it loses, then it's out for now. Hold on. I, I'm a Kiva that I live and die by the Constitution. And then also, if it doesn't come up, then let's just take it off the wheel. Look, put it no, in the quick it's thing. A holiday, yeah. It's a holiday thing. It's like last year with the holiday, the, the, the mm, Christmas yeah. Hanukkah movie. Yes. Put okay. it in the all right. All right. So, all right. Let's hear, it's got a let's hear your great Akiva's choice, which is coming up, which is going to dethrone the Star Wars holiday special on the week before christmas when it's also still hanukkah okay well it won't be hanukkah by the by the time we record it by the time um, we people vote it will still be that's true that is true that's true um okay so my options that i'm thinking of am i the a-hole okay um price is right i think the thing that's been on the wheel the longest mm-hmm. um renap x What's Renap X again? Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's like TED Talks. It, 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 yeah, it's like TED Talks. Um, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not going to do that. It's it this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put prices right on the wheel. Game show. Okay. Prices right on the prices wheel. Prices right. All right. Uh, so the choices will be Gen Z shows are trash. Mm-hmm. Um, the Price is Right or mm-hmm. the Star Wars Holiday Special yes. with Liana Boris. With Leona Boris. Now you could veto any of those three three ideas if you want. I, w- I will not. Okay. The, you well, know, I'm we're torn. Bring our vetoes to late December. We're keeping our vetoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm torn because although I don't care about the Star Trek or whatever Christmas special, mm-hmm. uh, I I I like Liana. Like she's good. And so I was like, oh, I want to hear that. But then you have uh, Jason Curtis Rivera as well. So what am I supposed? Yeah. To, what mm-hmm. am I to do? But that idea's no. Oh wait, oh, is that idea going off the wheel if it doesn't get picked, or only Star Wars no, Holiday Special? It doesn't. Is just we would never take yeah. off, the, off the list. Star Wars. Has has the, it has one more week if it doesn't get picked this week. But I, I don't know why what we're just does? giving an automatic spot. Star I don't Wars. know if we should stop, like keep stop stopping down and saying like no episode next <laughs> week. We're doing something we want to do. I think that's outside yeah. the the. No, the you're just you're just show. saying it because you don't want to talk about Star Wars. 
Yeah, everybody knows that, but also I'm right. Like, you're not right. Yeah, you're not right. Both things, can, both things can be true. I still mm-hmm. think they're true here. Think, I think I still think you can put the Star Wars like in the Star Wars. Yeah, put Star Wars in the quicksand, and in that way, if it don't come up in four weeks. Then we can say, okay, look. Do you know how badly uh, Star Wars Holly Special is going to win this poll? Yeah, it's going to. Oh, it's going to. It's going mean, to be Jason a runaway by Bayer. forty points. I don't know it's about the Liana that. bump. It really is the Liana bump because I I was going to vote for anything with JCR on it, but I mean now I'm like, well, yeah. And you picked the Price Is Right, which has like no juice whatsoever. Yeah, that was a terrible right? pick. That if you oh, wanted to dethrone Star Wars Holiday Special. Jeez, like yeah, we got ganging up on me. Well, let me make whole, like it's a juggernaut. And you sent out the prices, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's we haven't had a game show in a long time. It, we're right for a game show. It's not even the best game show that's out. Like you could have did like well, Super we have Park the game Sweet. written. <laughs> we have the game written ready, and it, it's I been out for a while. If if there's so many Liana stands, I'll say if Price is Right wins the poll, Liana can come on the Price is Right. Like fine, you'll get your Liana fix no matter what. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. What day will you the poll go? I don't know who's in the Star Wars. I have whoever in the Price is Right. Everyone's in the Star yeah. Wars. John They're John. Not- what about the, the John John stands? John John's going to be on the Price is Right. The, forget it. Oh, think, oh, oh. The, the, I don't think okay. so. That's a game that. changer now. Play that. Yeah. yeah I, I told that. John John for his birthday. He could come on the Price is Right episode, which well, is not. Well, look, we might actually have to have a conversation. Look, I'm not saying I don't want Star Wars to win, but if I have to pick between Star Wars and John John, I'm just saying it's clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe Gen Z shows will, you know, J- Jason Curtis Rivera, he's got the Amanda Rabinowitz, you know, that whole faction, maybe the they'll vote for that. Mm-hmm. The, the I know you don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. We'll see. All right. Okay. What day should we expect that poll? Uh, it, I'd say Monday afternoon. I could Monday do it. afternoon. All right. Be on the lookout for the poll between Gen Z shows of trash. The Star Wars Holiday Special with Liana Boris or The Price is Right. We'll see what comes up for when you decide. I feel like that, by the way, People's Choice is red hot. Yeah. Keep it only has it one spot so on the weeks. wheel for anybody that's like, boy, yeah. is People's Choice like a, like a giant wedge? No. Nope. It's like one spot. It generates so much drama every time, too. It's never just like a straightforward, like, what, mm-hmm. what do you guys want? It's always like, do we have to spin the wheel again and flip the coin mm-hmm. and do a poll? And yeah, like, I'll, I'll, I'll keep that out there. Put, yeah, give maybe it two she, spots. Maybe she have two spots. It doesn't need it, but it yeah, could maybe. have two spots. All right. So, Akiva, anything else? No, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do if Star Wars loses, but you don't think that's going to happen. So, what if Star Wars loses? Can you veto? Can you then veto? Let's say Gen Z shows are trash. Can you no, then veto I can't that? veto it midweek because then the listeners don't okay. know what the show is going to be. Yeah, they need to prepare for like a month beforehand. Like it's I don't Hanukkah. think they need to prepare, but I mean, the the whole show is we talk about what's going to come up on the true, wheel. True, true, true. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then I'm, really, I don't have anything else. Um, we're deep enough in. We could say uh, R.I.P. to uh, you know. Uh, uh, not R.I.P., but uh, au revoir to uh, Manish Mehta, our hated <laughs> Manish Mehta. He got fired. We hate that guy. Do you That's know anything exciting. about this, Chappelle? No. What is this? The, the Jets even have drama on their uh, press coverage beat where the reporter who was like the uh, like chief antagonist of the Jets, like they basically mm-hmm. had like a very like trolly reporter who like just antagonized them and then always like wrote negative stories that turns out he was like a really bad guy who was doing like a lot of stuff behind the scenes like sending really? uh threatening texts to the gm about how he saw his son at a phillies game and then also was uh like a, there was a whole like laundry list 
Yeah, imagine if like Skip Bayless was more mean spirited and was the and it was a beat writer instead of like a national TV guy. Mm-hmm. Did, did, how who haven't the Jets fired in the last week? Like, didn't you guys just fire like the, the defensive, defensive coordinator? coordinator or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah they like yeah they banned yes. the reporter from the from the thi- from the uh, from the the site and then um, yeah finally the Daily News fired him this and, week. It's very exciting. You know, it, it is. I'm sure that the people that work for the Jets are very excited, as I will be when it things uh, become revealed to the people that troll me that they are actually also terrible people. <laughs> that I uh, long maybe Look forward to that day as well. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Manish. Manish 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 Manish. Manish. Yeah, yeah. Manish he, he really Manish. wanted to be um, like, uh, like he wanted to be the new Skip Bayless. Basically, he wanted to get, uh, he wanted to get like TV spots, and he's just so low. Yeah, it was that. more. It, he treated the Jets more like, uh, like um, political coverage of like the opposition power, where uh, that yeah. uh, that uh, you know whatever whatever side you're on, like the like the opposite side that covers uh, that, that that's what he was towards the. Yeah, Jets. He was like Fox News. He was like Fox News if the Jets were like a Democratic. Oh, okay. So you guys are like, hey, we should all we should all tank. And he's like, you know who sucks? Who sucks for the brand? People who think we should tank. We right. should win at least one to five games so that we don't get the best pick ever. You know? mm-hmm. so, yeah. Okay. I see. I see where he's no, saying. Well, that I mean, we're w- hey, way Twitter ahead of now. Stuff, but started. Yeah. Yeah. But he would like to play like, but but the Jets GM said this team was going to compete this year. So obviously he's lying about like uh, like he would. Mm. So he just tries to like uh, create trouble. Monish Metal World Peace. I think mm-hmm. I should He's steal gone. that name. Yeah. Metal World Peace. I think you could have that's it. Good, uh, that's a pretty good, uh, like, one day Twitter handle. <laughs> yeah. If people get it, we'll love it. Yeah. All right. The Jets fans. Akiva, what's, what's next for you? Uh, we have a, a two-parter on NGOG this week, which means I got a lot, a lot, a lot watch a lot yeah. of extra TV. By, by the way, uh, what what about? I'm sure people are gonna want to know. Uh, One Tree Hill season three, episode seven with Brian oh, Cohen. Mention, ooh, you almost got me in trouble. Yeah, um, I am fine to add that. I we almost got you time. in trouble. I no, I almost got myself in yeah, trouble. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I'm fine. I think we can put that in the fishbowl. It takes the spot of Family Matters, that 13th spot in the fishbowl. If you want to put it in. Sure. Uh, I think I think that's a good spot. What do you think about One Tree Hill, Chappelle? I think that's a good spot for the fishbowl. I love One Tree Hill. Man, oh. no. Yeah, I yeah. think it's fun. Yeah, I don't care I about One Tree Hill, but if uh, look, if Brian Cohen feels I, strongly about it, I'm, I'm happy to have Cohen Brian underscore on the podcast. Listen, he's a, he's yeah. got the number thirty five TV and film podcast in the country. You can't get you can't you can't script that kind of heat right now. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've never show. actually seen the show but i know one of those three named actors has like the lead role is like like Chad michael Tyler. murray oh yeah i was like jesse Tyler. i should have given you like fake fake three names we, yeah we could have ranked them honestly like the mm-hmm. people with three names like like obviously the top is, king yeah, of the three jesse names is at the yeah. top yeah and then you have like sarah jessica parker and then like down at the bottom let me let me be very clear the bottom is it's firmly neil patrick harris Ooh, you're not, you're not so an MPH guy. Three, it's like three names. It's not like three first names. It could be any three, like three, uh, like three, James Earl Jones. Three like, uh, uh, yeah, Sarah Michelle Galar. I know, like this. Those, I think King of the, the what, what would you call it? The, the King names? of the Threes? Yeah, three, 3V Winokur. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, is yeah, this yeah. The, is this a 32 fans idea or is this a Renap? Like ranking this is a Renap idea. I, I think this is a Renap idea. You want right. to do it? We put that three names. Three names celebrity. We're going to green light this. Yeah. Right now. Uh, well, what, what are we going to call? We've it? never greenlit something after the wheel spin. I don't think before. Yeah. Hmm. What are we going to call it? 
I think there's a lot of look. I, I think that could be part of the fun. Let, let the listeners should this tell be us. a bracket. Should this be a March bracket? The three name bracket. The three name I like, bracket. I like the King of the Mets. Are they historical like the three names Mets. also? Like could be anything. What, but think of a good like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's a that's a three namer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but I could no. I think you should probably stick Mark to like David maybe like actors. Mm-hmm. Mark David Chapman. Yeah yeah. I mean he's this not good. Have, this could be leg. This could have legs. It mm-hmm. might have legs. Okay. Yeah. How about this? Let's workshop this and then see okay. if we can mm-hmm. uh, really hone down what the format is and whether it should be just actors and actresses or if we want to help, uh, like have a historical yeah, bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where that it's came serial from. Serial killer bracket. Yeah. That's good. Okay. That's good. All right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> what a- booking future trips on this show as we as we close. Yeah, here. He's an app celebrity. That's what I heard. Yes. Okay. Akiva, yeah. anything else? I think that's it. I think I have 32 fans. We got a lot of football playoff talk heating up. That's fun. Um, uh, we did survivor coverage with Mike Bloom on the, uh, the Patreon NGOG double episode. Robin Akiva need a podcast. Uh, that's this. Um, yeah. Hanukkah. Got to get my kids some presents. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, how many more episodes are in this season of NGOG? Or, um, uh, if New Girl, I think there's like, I think it's, 25 shows used to do like 25 episodes family matters the season we're, we talked about today had 25 episodes uh yeah. now it's yeah. like you're lucky if you get 18 out of these shows yeah. but uh, it's 20 for the season one is 25 episodes of new girl Jeez. okay okay all right Chappelle, what's next for you waiting on you to call me yeah <laughs> you call i answer we do this i don't okay. know i'm not I'm, I don't have anything. Well, I'm gonna pitch uh, you on some more stuff after we get done with the podcast. I have. I, have, I think Chappelle. I'll be what too if embarrassed we do to be re- saying no. Yeah. What if? What if we do a like? A, it doesn't have to be Renap. It can be Renap. Like, what Chappelle's like major project? Like we we ever people pitch ideas. We have a bracket of projects for Chappelle and the winner. That's his new podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> guessing on every show from here till eternity. Yeah. He gets like. Uh, pick, that's you, interesting. You that's interesting. Why not? One of my Twitter followers has a Star Trek podcast, I guess. And so I congratulated her. I said, hey, congratulations. I heard you have a podcast. And she said, don't you have one too? I was like, no, I just... It's kind a professional of a guest. You're a professional <laughs> yeah. guest. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I just kind of pop in on other people's stuff. She's like, do you want to be a Star Trek? Mendo. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to <laughs> all right uh so all right we'll figure out what Chappelle's gonna do next all right uh sure. thank you so much for listening uh get out and vote this week also and let us know what is gonna be episode 112 take care everybody have a good one bye i think we really need a podcast but i'd need your help can we finally seal the deal i think we do we need a podcast that's not enough we have nothing if we don't at least have a small idea for this weekend let's just pretend that we know what will be coming up next rob Rob and and akiva need a podcast got one more podcast to do i bet mira's happy that i get to do two i got one more podcast to do and i'm just happy that i get to do it with you
in a kiva I'm sorry I peeved ya But you know it's all in good fun I never expected we'd all be objective Now this new podcast has begun And are you a moron? You think that I'd move on Leaving was never my plan You act like an asshat But of course I'll come back Rob and Akiva need a podcast And they need your help And you make it onto the wheel Rob and Akiva need a podcast Yeah, they'll buy or sell Your ideas they'll talk about Until you've gotten your fill Every weekend, better attend You can guess what will be coming up next Rob and Akiva need a Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.